Dork Tales proudly presents Dungeons and Dragons, The Reign of Emrys. Hello everyone and welcome to Reign of Emrys here on Dork Tales. Uh, I am your storyteller Kelly, uh, you see in him, and I'm happy to be here tonight because uh, unlike last week folks, I am not, like, I was having a really off night last week, until the romance scenes anyway, then I was in my element. Uh, or my elephant. I'm not sure. I was in one of the two. Um, so, but like this week, I'm actually pretty, I'm feeling pretty good, like physically. Uh, unlike uh, Christine. Christine, you look so different tonight. Claudette has changed. What, what's going on? Uh, my sorry. shoulder really fucking hurts, so I'm not reaching up to put on that shirt or that wig. So Christine <laughs> just happening. got her first vaccine yesterday, and she's having severe arm pain I woke up with it. a lot of shoulder pain. Yeah, so, so her delt has quit on her. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. Reaching we... up really sucks. Putting on a lot of different types of clothing hurts. The I did fir- not realize that about certain articles of clothing. I was like, the hmm, first one really pants, does hurt. Apparently, All you right. use your shoulders for that. You use your shoulder for Who pants. Knew? Second one's worse. Second one's worse. That's oh, what, what I've been told about Moderna. Yeah. Apparently, second one really sucks yeah. <laughs> for both of them. But that's okay. With the, with the second Pfizer, if it hurts for more than four hours, you should probably go see a doctor. Sorry, that's an easy joke, but I went there anyway. Yeah, that that's fair. Speaking of easy jokes, let's go with Caitlin. Let's start with Caitlin. <laughs> oh, perfect. I, I rolled a D6. To introduce my like character. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's let's just go through. So, uh, Christine, introduce yourself and who you're playing tonight. All right. Well, I'm Christine, and I am playing Claudette Belmont, our uh, human uh, wizard blade singer. That's Wait true. a moment there to remember who I'm playing. It's true. Also, I want to quickly, uh, before I pass it over to Amy, I want to quickly thank Michael, uh, Michael Eilat, our graphic designer, for updating this so that you can now see names and levels and stuff like that, uh, because people were asking for it. Uh, And we're doing a test right now to see whether or not the white with no gradient is is easier to read, or if the gradient is easier to read, which is what's on the bottom. And I think, I think the white's easier to read, actually. So I think, I think that's what we'll go with finally, but... Anyway, yeah, I so, can't read Caitlin or eyes. Okay, name, then we'll, really. we'll we'll switch it to that after this one. Uh, so, uh, why don't we pass it on to Amy? Hello, I'm Amy. I'm playing Weedon and Merov, the um, ASMR cleric of the grave. Um, I use she/her or they/them pronouns, and Weedon is uh, she/her. Sounds fantastic. Let's pass it down to Caitlin. Caitlin. Hello, I'm Caitlin. Um, I'm playing Tuffin. Hello. Hi, that's me, Kate, Caitlin, or Christina. I think you lagged anyway. a tiny bit. Um, oh, perfect. All right. Um, so that that's how it is. Um, I'm playing Talfrin, the human barbarian, uh, wild magic barbarian, barbarian of wild magic. I think I usually say barbarian of wild magic. Anyway, this is where we're at tonight. But I'm super excited to be here. Sounds good. We're happy to have. <laughs> it's good. To, it's good to have you here. Uh, all right, Robin. Oh, thank you. Hi everyone, I'm Robin. Uh, I use she, they pronouns, and I am playing Ivy, our uh, tiefling blood hunter uh, of the Order of the Mutant. I keep forgetting to say her subclass. So, yes, Order of the Mutant, and, and she uses she, her pronouns. And finally, baby in the corner. Hi, Mike. Hey, everybody. My name's Mike. I use they, them pronouns, and tonight I am uh coming back as very soul star she is our absolutely wild little halfling uh arterialist i was expecting you to say half or half elf ranger 
<laughs> I was waiting. She's my for human it. bard half elf. Um, How does that happen? <laughs> I fell into a vat. Yes. Bardness. <laughs> vat of bardness. Um, <laughs> new magic item. But uh, no, otherwise, that's me. And uh, Very has a small mechanical flying rabbit named Crocs. And I also have a small rabbit that is running around in the corner. You might see him at break. All right. So, uh, quick question. Who at the end of last game had determination? I did. That's a really... I don't think I usually used it, and I'm pretty sure I had it. Okay, I'll allow so... that. Who did not have it? Who knows they didn't have it? I'm very sure I did not. I always okay. forget. I also didn't have it. Okay, Claudette. Um, it's still marked on my post-it as having it, so I don't think I used it because I generally erase it off. Okay, and what'd you say, Amy? You said no? Nada. Nope. Okay. I have also updated the frames so that they have our determination tokens on them, so there we go. Uh, also, uh, just so that everybody is aware, I have one Hurt Them More left over from last episode that I was not able to use, uh, which is being paid for today. I also have a running deal uh, with our good friend DM Mike, because DM Mike um, has a ton of points, but can't spend them because Twitch is not visually accessible. Uh, so we've made a deal where um, basically they'll, they'll be ghost spent. Um, because Twitch isn't accessible, but we're going to try to be, so that basically every game is going to start off with one hurt them more and one something good happens. So you will have something good happening as well. And I will add another D for there. Um, so hello, chat. Hello, everybody out there. And hello if you're watching later on YouTube. If this is your first time tuning in, this is episode 10 of The Reign of Emery's, which is uh, part of our homebrew world of Elos, where um, basically it's a techno-magic enlightenment era kind of vibe game um where the characters are slowly getting pulled into a political web uh, as they are doing services for an empire that stretches across the majority of an entire southern continent and uh is definitely definitely the good guys they're the, well the empire is i don't know about you guys oh and amy uh dragon soul in the chat is saying uh that you did a good job DMing. I saw. I said thank you. Well, I'm pointing it out here. So uh, for those of you, if you're watching later and haven't checked it out, uh, today, um, so on Friday, it was a couple of days late going up because I had to finish like figuring out what it looked like and get Amy's approval. Uh, but the YouTube version of uh, Ghosts of Saltmarsh, which is a game that uh, Amy is actually running on Dork Tales every other Sunday, uh, is up on our YouTube channel right now. So uh, you should go and check that out if you haven't already. Give some show some support, uh, and uh, it's your first campaign. So I wanna I wanna support you, and I want everybody else to support you. Your characters are the best. We're we're pretty oh, good. So we're pretty good. I'm almost dead, but I got snacked. This is true. Yeah, I was like, I was thinking. I was thinking though. I was like, does anybody in the party actually have healing? No. Nope. Uh, I have I have short rest. Maybe Tasha. I know short rest. Oh yeah, no, Tasha. She's a cleric. Tasha. She's a cleric. I yeah, but Tasha's, <laughs> but Tasha's always a weird whatever she is. So mm, precisely, we and we haven't discussed it yet. So I'm very interested. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm a warlock. I just got Eldritch Blast. That's it. That's my only spell. Is, is blast. But it's useful. That's yeah. all you need is a warlock. All right. It is. I have like none. <laughs> 
<laughs> the, no, we don't trust Tasha to be our dealer. We got stuck with it. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we take what we can. Uh, so we're gonna we'll talk more about this during our break. Hopefully you'll stick around for that. And I have a couple of announcements to make for the channel because we always have a couple of good ones. Uh, this one's kind of a fun big one. And then uh, I've also got some other stuff I have to show everybody during the break, which I think you'll like. <clears throat> uh, but with that, any last things before we start? All right. I love, by the way, that uh, short rest is what warlocks crave. That's great, Death McDoom. It's like that and electrolytes. Okay. Why do I have something future worms? Oh, I remember that from last episode. I've got all sorts of my notes are what? never great. They're like it just like look at this. This is what I, I flip open my book. Worms. Oh right, just, yes, you did promise to protect me from the future worms. Future worms? And I don't know why. It's it's circled, no, but it no, is. No, don't circle it. I don't like that that's circled, <laughs> Kelly. I don't like that that's circled. It's because right. I needs to be protected from future worms. I know. She died. It's true. I legit died, guys. I legit you died, died because better. you you have a bloodletting fetish. I do. It's true. It's true. All right. Oh, so. And my bloodletting is stronger now. Mm. All right. So, folks, we are going to hop into game right now. Thanks very much for tuning in. and Hope you enjoy this episode of The Reign of Emerys. Okay. Uh, Ivy, roll for your random abilities. Oh, yes, I will. All right, let me see. Burr, burr, burr. Tree. What is tree? And Caitlin, Ooh. if I can get you into roll 20 when you have a sec, or if your computer will, like your internet connection will allow it. Will allow. Let's yeah. see. Uh, if, it, if, it, if it bungs you up too much, don't worry about it. We're going to be doing this, like, theater of the mind style as well but i just want you there for music but so if it doesn't work just that's cool all right <clears throat> morning comes swiftly and soon you will be hearing the sound of a ringing breakfast bell echo through the establishment now crowder's boarding house is not the most comfortable and not the most cozy and not the most glamorous place to stay but he insists on bacon he insists on eggs and he insists on a hearty gruel to be prepared every morning and apparently crowder used to at least at one point serve in the imperial army because as you head downstairs that morning, um, Very, you don't actually even remember Crowder getting out of bed. In fact, as you wake up to the cold, empty spot in that large bed, you think this is probably the first time you've ever had a sneak away. <laughs> Usually, that's your job. But you hear the sound of chiming bells below, and as you uh, head downstairs, who would be heading downstairs first to grab their meal? I kind of think Leiden might. Leiden, the smell of fresh, 
fresh brewed coffee is going to waft up the stairwell through the old ventilation system and the um, kind of belching out of the old pipeworks that circulate between every room from the furnace beneath the main floor. The smell of coffee and bacon will draw you downstairs. And you will find that even that early, um, not only is Crowder there, but Gorbert, his son, is there as well, uh, serving up what few patrons there are, as well as any people that are stumbling in to pay a little bit of copper to gain a bit of a breakfast sup. As you approach, though, you will... Actually, I'm not sure what your opinion of this will be, but there is... <laughs> there is a dish that is being served to some of the heartier customers. Town guards that have shown up for breakfast. The grizzled look of former mercenaries and former soldiers and the scars that crisscross their arms and faces. It's ripe and, well, ripe is the wrong word. Rank is the correct one. Sharp. It's a strange mush made of animal lard and vinegar. Huh. Almost a stew? Good morning, he says to you as you come down. Ah, <clears throat> Bert. <clears throat> uh, sorry, Gorbert steps forward and uh, clang, 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 clang. Um, here, I brewed this for you. So... Grab Shaking it. on the saucer, he hands you the cup of coffee that's still steaming. Oh, oh, you're a lifesaver. Oh, oh, thank you. I, I do what I can. Well, uh. please pull up a chair. Are your friends going to be coming down? Uh, I'm sure at some point. Hmm. Well, please dig into whatever you'd like. It's all. Well, it's all on your bill, if not on the house. Right. Um, she'll look at what all the food is and what's available and find the things that are the least rank smelling. So, you're thinking that out of everything, it's probably, um, probably the gruel is the least. It's, it's scented with a bit of nutmeg. In fact, there's quite a bit of nutmeg just spread over a few things. You even think there's a little bit of nutmeg in the bacon. Uh, hmm. If you want to, you can make me a nature roll. Absolutely. Nature. 14. 14. Uh, nutmeg is a fantastic additive that covers up the taste of old meat. Uh, nutmeg was commonly used in the... Uh, in the gotcha. medieval era to uh, basically uh, everything had nutmeg because it it made you not taste the meat was a little off not completely off still edible still edible so, but... the gruel is probably what she's going for okay uh, it is still very nutmeggy it's very pumpkin spicy uh, <laughs> and as you are there you're going to hear the sound of um, the sound of kind of the scraping of the bottom of a bowl as the person next to you finishes digging in to their lard and vinegar recipe. Which I'm trying to find the name of right here because it's an actual Roman recipe. And I can't remember what it's called. Um, 
I'm just gonna keep drinking coffee. Damn, what is it? Is it epilogus? I saw it on Tasting History the other day, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember learning about that. Um, but it's just like literally lard and vinegar. Uh, anyway, uh, so it keeps... Start slurping it down like long strands of tofu. Uh, meanwhile, upstairs, Talfrin, a large, thick-knuckled hand pounds against the side of your chest. Tal Talfrin. Money, babe. Yeah. I don't want to get up. Go get me food. <laughs> then don't get up, babe. It's fine. We, don't, babe. we can we can skip breakfast. What? Babe. Yeah. Really? <laughs> you, you're starting with pet names now? I mean, look at where we find ourselves in the morning. I think that's okay. Alright, honey hips. If you want if you want to have that type of conversation, we can. But I'm gonna need a little more commitment before you can start mm -hmm. using that on the reg. <laughs> He said I was going to use it in the regular. He's just doing it right now. Mr. Talfrin, you are a creature of habit. You are a serial... A, a serial... <clears throat> brawler, a serial cheater, and a serial womanizer. Yeah, I think you got them all there. You shouldn't say serial gambler. That's true. You're pushing your luck right now. Can I tell? <sighs> I suppose I could be a little hungrier. Help me work up an appetite. As you command. Oh, I do. <laughs> Hand oh, me my I'm riding sure. crop. <laughs> All right. I'll go get that. All right. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the next room, uh, Claudette, you will awaken to the sound of. I can't make quite the noise, which will echo through the walls. Leiden is already headed downstairs, leaving uh, leaving the room smelling of coffee coming through the pipes, but also smelling a little. A tad bit like mildew, which is probably growing on the inside of them as well, struggling against the belching heat. In fact, it's warm enough inside of the room this morning that you find that the frost on the windowsill has completely melted into thick pools of condensation. No wonder it smells like mildew. That's true. But at least it's warm. It's true. I am warm. That's what matters. Um... I think Claudette is going to get dressed, then kind of pause, look at herself, and go, hmm, and go rooting through Leiden's bag to see if there's anything that she can get to, like, not stand out like everybody said she does. All right. She certainly doesn't own anything. Uh, so what kind of stuff would you have in there, Leiden? Well... She has her normal cleric outfit, like clerical outfit that she wears when she's traveling. And then she has a set of fine clothes, but I guess they're not quite as noble, like nobility. So it'd probably be... Mm, probably still somewhat marked for cleric, 
Okay. I'm not really sure what that would look like. Uh, so you'll find some just kind of um, basically just like some coverall vestments. Mm. More than so anything. Kind of like trousers sort of style, plain shirt sort of thing. I, I think in this it would kind of just be like a long coat. Mm. Kind of like an overcoat that you would wear if you were wearing your vestments and then you needed to put on something for the rain. Okay. So I'm trying to think what one of those great cloaks that you see in Victorian era where it's like it's mm. like ruched so there's like um, there's a mantle on top of a cloak. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I feel like I feel like Leiden would have one of those. Probably. Well, Probably Claudette black was kind of gray. trying to see if Leiden had any like plain skirts or pants or something, but yeah, apparently she's got like no, she does. So, yeah, totally. Like plain pants and like a tunic. Okay, they're nicer, nicer clothes, but not like. I think Claudette's gonna kind of trade out like her skirt at least for that sort of thing because it'll help cover her boots and whatnot. And she, I don't think she's gonna trade her shirt if she likes that too much. It's too comfortable. Sounds good. And once you change that up, you put something on with a bit more of a flow to it. Do you head downstairs? Yes. After good. repacking. Good it's morning. probably not as good as the job as Leodin would do, but sure. And there is a uh, there is a small uh, a small cupboard with a lock on it there that you can put some of your belongings in as well if you're staying for multiple days. Not a safe, but something with with a place for a padlock if you have one. I think if we're going elsewhere, we're probably going to take our stuff with us. I think we just have like a bag. I don't know that they traveled that heavy because they would expect to be able to be put up in towns and villages and whatnot. Hmm, that's fair. All right, so heading downstairs, um, you will probably meet uh, Vary on the stairwell as she kind of stumbles downstairs to get coffee. Because I know Vary, and Vary runs on caffeine. Yeah, she's she's not addicted to it as much as Leiden is, but she she needs a coffee before she can function adequately. Addicted. See, I have a feeling Claudette likes it, but probably wasn't allowed to have it as it's too low class. Something that maybe her dad would drink. Can I but get... her mother would not accept. Just real quick, your passive perceptions. Uh, Very, you are going to smell as soon as you hit the first floor landing. The smell of vinegar and fat wafting through the air. Ventresca. Ventresca. You remember having this around all of the time when you were raised on the military bases in the north. It's a really simple... It's a soup, but more like a slurry uh, made of... um, I actually pulled up a recipe here. Uh, So, (laughs) lard, cannelli beans, olive oil, uh, little bits of leek, celery, and parsley. Uh, a little bit of onion, but mostly it's the half pound of lard that Jesus goes into it. Christ. Because it's high calorie nutrition. Yeah, that's for sure. And if eaten correctly... Yeah. Yep, and if eaten correctly is actually not that bad for you. So long as it's done in the right way. It's basically like Roman Gatorade mixed with Roman Power Bar made of animal meat. <laughs> It's ridiculous, and it's high, high-powered high fuel for a day of work. Well, it's, anyway, I'm not going to get into my Roman history stuff here, so let's keep going. Fair. Vary's going to stumble down the stairs and have some coffee and some breakfast. Okay. Good morning. Did you sleep well? Uh, yeah. 
Looks like you yeah. didn't get much sleep last night. Here, have some uh, coffee, tea. Coffee. Absolutely. Uh, Bert, set this beautiful young woman up with a nice cup of coffee. Um, I'll, I'll have to grind some more, but I, I, I can, I can do it. Just, uh, you just give me a minute. <laughs> he starts grinding in the mortar and pestle. And for you, my lady, you look... Oh, different outfit today. It looks much more... Humble. Well, I mean, if we're tramping around the city, the town... I'm sorry, I didn't quite hear if you were trying to go to the town, is that what you said? Oh, well, if we're, if we're traveling around today, potentially, then... Mm. Outdoors and all that. Probably for the best. Uh, oatmeal, bacon, ventresco? Uh, oatmeal, please. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it's oat and barley, hope you don't mind. It, but it's uh, good, lots of carbohydrates, a little bit of sugar. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, okay. And you managed to grab a table near the bar that all of you can sit at and discuss your morning plans. It's a six-person table. And as you said at it, you know that it's, um, it looks like it's handmade and that the amount of splinters coming out of it speaks of its handmade quality, if nothing else. And by quality, that is quite a stretch. Um, there are large gaps in the table from where the boards have separated over the years or been warped by, the, by f people dancing atop them or doing other activities atop of the tables. They're stained and battered and scratched, and you see that there's actually carved in uh, to the table there, uh, Alson loves Udolf. He's carved there, uh, and Udolf's name has been... Uh, carved out and replaced by uh, uh, Majorian at one point. And, um, but it's it's the type of table where all of the boards are definitely uneven and as the small pot of salt and pepper are passed between you, um, every time you set them down, it is a balancing act. If you set them anywhere near the separation between boards, Y'all have been at those type of tables before. You know what I'm talking about. You set the salt shaker down. God damn it. Oh, now I've got to do the ritual. <laughs> if you do it. I don't know. Um, perception check for the Caltrop. Oof. Everyone loves Udolf. All right. And as you are having that breakfast and waking up into your morning... Another pair is enjoying themselves upstairs, but another pair. Ivy, how long have you been staring at the ceiling? Probably for a couple hours. You're not sure when Dirk woke up, but both of you were just kind of laying there in silence and have been for a goodly amount of time. Outside, you can hear the sound of dogs barking, men and women getting up to start preparing their day, voices shouting. The world is coming alive around you, but inside of this small room. 
there is nothing but silence. You I think, think I... Once... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I said I think once Ivy kind of realizes Dirk is awake, she's going to kind of like... Kind of like lean in for like and just kind of like rest her head on his shoulders like awkwardly being like I think this is what I'm supposed to do but I'm not 100% sure morning 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 you're awake uh, good um, do, you, do you want me to see if I can bring up breakfast or sure if you want or we could go downstairs I guess we kind of have to talk Uh, about what we're presenting to the rest of everyone I don't think it's any of their damn business what we're presenting no but If I wanted to hold your hand in public, would you be okay with that? I'm also fine if you want to keep it a secret, but I don't know how I mean, would, actually hand- sneaky we are. I, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sneaky. I'm, I'm pretty good at being sneaky, but I don't, I don't. I don't want to be sneaky about it. I don't either. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Uh. Um. So you had fun. I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I know. I, I just. Did you, Dirk? Yeah, I. You, you, you know, I had fun, but. I told you I'd show you what I could do with my tail. That that was a new one on me. That that really, that was. I've I've dated couple of not tieflings um did briefly see a furbog uh but they don't have a tail i don't know why i'm bringing that up oh and in 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 elementary school i i had a brief i played doctor with a dragonborn once that was that was a that was an experience um played doctor oh yes i guess I've used that a few times. With a dragonborn? I mean, it was definitely like. Not a dragonborn, like... but to get, it was it was one of my targets. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, hey, that sounds sounds pretty 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 sexy. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just I'm just talking because I'm. This is new for me, Dirk. I've never felt how I've 
felt when I was with you last night. And it was good. I, it was yeah. really nice. Well, you know, superior technique goes a long way. <laughs> I get what you mean. Uh, and with that, if you're... If, if Ivy's kind of leaning in, uh, he will awkwardly, because of the way that bodies are positioned, kind of uh, snake a hand around to uh, go ahead and intertwine it with Ivy's fingers. Um, she'll kind of like give it a squeeze. Okay. Now, where are my pants? I think you left it over there with mine. And uh, the camera will slowly pan over to see a room that looks like a suitcase exploded. Like pants are hanging from light fixtures, like shirts are bereft of buttons, um, or are just torn by pointy teeth. Like just, it is a, it is an experience. The maid is going to not enjoy this if there is a maid. It's probably Gorbett. Gorbett's the maid. Um, he puts on a little cute French maid outfit. He's got the butt for it. But yeah. <laughs> Now, before I go down to breakfast, I have one more thing I'd like to show you. Okay. What? She'll just start. She'll just start making out with him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> oh, that. That. Yeah. I'm very. <laughs> yes. I'm very interested in seeing this. I. Uh, yeah, and it'll go along with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So, toward the end of breakfast, after you've all been kind of staring down at your coffee, making idle chit-chat for the better part of eh, probably about 45 minutes, um, eventually, uh, the last four members of your party will kind of stumble down roughly at the same time. Talfrin, uh, Talfrin and Mira and um, Dirk and Ivy are going to kind of come down around the same time, almost bumping into each other on the stairwell. The smell in the air is still... Most of the food is gone, but there are enough pickings for you to find a bit of a meal. Little bacon ends, the two crisp bits that nobody wanted part that would be saved for salad at the pub perhaps, um, as well as the bottom of the oatmeal that's a little burnt and uh, there's still actually quite a bit of, uh, of Vitresca left. Alperin will absolutely grab a bowl of that. Yeah, it's definitely something that he was raised with, too. And you know yeah, what? Absolutely. These people are <laughs> crazy. I feel like Talfrin's the type of guy who would really like like drinking vinegar. Yeah. Like, it's an actual well, thing. Bit. It's another Roman yeah. recipe originally. It was vinegar that was basically Gatorade because of the electrolyte count. So it was Great. A, it keeps you going. It was like it's a watered down sour wine and it's like, well, yeah. top, you got to go and it's good, right? I mean, it's not well. It is what it is. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the thing is that taste. it works, right? <laughs> it's, it's not it's not water that probably has disease in it. <laughs> right? Exactly, right? What more can you ask? Well, what's the stuff that you can get right nowadays? The uh, kombucha? kombucha? No, no, it's, it's a, a flavored no, vinegar thing good. that you add a little bit to a drink for flavor. Oh, yeah, it's starting to come back. Yeah, oh. it's yeah. it's vinegar huh. shots. Yeah. Hmm. No, it's like, all, 
like, cause I, like, they're at craft shows and stuff like that now. Hmm. Where it's oh, like no, it's ginger uh, ale, but it's like vinegared, oh, or like vinegared lemon or something like that that you add to. Uh, you're right. It's like a little thing. It's called a. It's like smash or something like that. It's something like that. Yeah. It's it's basically, it's a shot that you drop into a beverage. A oh, shrub. Shrub. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, you just you just put a certain amount in. Shrubs are on their way back. Everything's coming back right now. Mm. Everybody's like, oh, ancient recipes, Victorian recipes. They're all coming back. It's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Cycles. I think it's called vodka now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, as you are sitting around, you, um, you see these two pairs wander down the stairs. Uh, most important question of the day. Ivy, are you holding Dirk's hand? Yeah, she probably will. Fantastic. Uh, so that is a thing now. Congratulations. Uh, Leiden is watching for them. <laughs> and there they are. There they are indeed. She probably has like slightly tussled hair. <laughs> I think yeah, Claudette yeah. will notice, not necessarily taking all the implications, but notice and be like, eh, okay. Does, am I saying next to Claudette? Probably. Elbow! How? I didn't hit you that hard, but look! What? Look! What? <laughs> what are you on about, Leiden? Look! You gonna say it in a totally normal tone of voice, too. Mira leans in. Tal, if you're gonna take all of the lard... No. No. Split it. I'm taking some of the vitras... Get, get, move! No. You're sharing. Alright. Alright, I guess you can have some more beans. Oh, thank you. You're very generous. I am very ge You know that I'm very generous. So, Talfer and Mira, how was your night? Yeah. Not bad, we mostly fucked. Yeah. Congratulations. Two of you, good, yeah. Did you kneel at the holy altar, Claudette? What, what? I'm not a cleric. That's Leiden. Sorry, usually when I see Unless a woman wake up in like another woman's clothes, book. it means that, uh... They were just complaining that I looked too rich. You so. did look too rich. Yeah, actually, this is much better. I didn't know Go such ahead. a thing existed. Yes. I thought my clothes were perfectly normal. I was half tempted to some... rob you myself. Well, don't do that. The last person who tried that got a sword to his throat. Why does she tempt me like this, Tal? Because <laughs> she doesn't understand what you like, baby. Fair. And she's gonna just start like eating. Claudette's gonna lean over to lead and be like, "Was that flirting? Is that what that is?" In this case, I'm really not sure. Oh. And, yes. Uh, yes, it is. She she's basically eating like she's eating like someone who's been in the military before, like someone who's trying to get their food in quick and get on with the day. The bowl is up near her mouth and she's just like shoveling it in very uncouthly, probably that some of you would consider it. But for those commoners here, it's how you eat. Um, and as she goes, she was flirting. I mean, Tal's a big guy. If you ever want to help me take him on, let me know. Hmm? 
Luca lean over to lead him and be like, What? I... I'm not... Mm. Hmm. Same, same goes for you, pale eyes. <clears throat> I'm just gonna go say hi to, to Ivy yeah. and, and and Dirk. Ivy, oh, that's Dirk! gonna look a little shell-shocked. Ivy. <laughs> hi. Ivy has like a smile on her face for like, she doesn't usually wear a smile, but she's grinning this morning. She's just like, so happy. Leiden grabs onto her other hand. So, how was your night? Distract me, please. <laughs> Scared uh, of the can you make me a charisma <laughs> save, Ivy? Me? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Dirk fails. <laughs> uh, charisma. Oh, I probably fail too because I rolled a five naturally. Cool. So uh, both of them are going to simultaneously just. As you say that, and turn beet red, <laughs> tomato red, like. What? What? It was. It was. Do you want coffee? Good. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you coffee. Um, coffee. Uh, you definitely want some more coffee, Lee. And you're always talking about the coffee. Uh, Dirk's gonna get up and scramble over to. Are you gonna get another coffee over here? What happened to? Is he okay? I don't know. <laughs> I think he's just a bit nervous. But, but things went well, right? Yeah? Dirk, Dirk's gone. Dirk's gone from the table. I mean, like, leans Dirk over to Leiden, and she's like, very, very good. Mm. I'm happy for you. Thanks. Me too. I'm very happy this morning. How was your night? Um. Well, Claudette and I stayed up talking with the with Gorbert and we had coffee. Well, I had coffee. He made me coffee. It was very sweet. I mean, the, the coffee wasn't sweet, but that he made me coffee was very sweet. And he gave me a try. Oh. And she'll pat around her pockets and she'll pull out the... He did give her the picture of the deer that she asked for, right? Yep. Yeah, and she'll pull it out and show it. Isn't it oh. bent like... That's good. Th that's quite good. Yes. Hmm. I wonder if he has a little crush on you. Nah. All <laughs> oh, that will pipe up with, oh yes, definitely. <gasps> nah. That is the area she understands. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, and as, as you say that, he is looking kind of <laughs> in your general direction at that moment. She's just like vaguely red, and then we'll put the drawing away. What do you think of him? He's nice. But, um... Yeah, it... it complicated. Fair. He seemed very kind. Mm. Anyway, uh, yeah, come have some breakfast or something. Or yes, bring some I'm coffee. Ravenous. Ivy will go for the oatmeal. <laughs> Sounds good. And you the will. lard thing kind of weirds her out a bit. Unless they would have served her that, but I don't know. Would they have served her something uh, like they that? They serve you all sorts of bad stuff, so yeah, probably. Okay, so maybe she will go for the lard then if that's something that she's used to. She'll be like, yeah, sure, why not? I'm used to this shit. 
All right. And with that, uh, you are um, you are all served up. Uh, Dirk will return with coffee for both of you, uh, and then we'll go back for one for himself as well. And uh, I have just posted a photo of Chris Evans with a page boy hat on. <laughs> I was thinking it, that looked familiar. And I'm like, oh, that's that's, that's Gorbin is Gorbin is young Chris Evans. Oh, beautiful. But without frosted tips. I think you said he had curl like curly hair too. He, he does, but that's why I put a hat on him. Yeah, fair enough. Because Chris Evans is. Like, it's a straight up twink. I mean, <laughs> anyway, Mira finishes slurping down her meal and finishes the glass of water in front of her, whether or not it's hers. I'm gonna go check on the horses. Y'all get into the prerequisite amount of trouble, and I'll see you tonight. That sounds good. Okay. Have a good day, Mira. And she will stand up and just leave without another word, actually. I'm big on ceremony. She walks out the door. And uh, for those of you who are looking, it is a wonderful sight to behold, watching her leave. For some of you, in, for different reasons. Somewhat intimidating. Right. Did we figure out what we're uh, we're up to today? Oh, uh, we need to go up to the mines, don't we? That does seem to be the way to go. Mm. Can I get a can I get a can perception we? roll off of anybody? Sure. Sure. Okay. sure. <laughs> well, let's do it. <laughs> Not doing well tonight. Hi, God, I got a nat 20. 18 total. Eight. So 22. All right. Evan. Seven? Yeah, Claudia is not perceptive. Sounds good. Uh, anybody who got above a 15 is going to notice. And Claudette, I'm going to give this to you because of your gesture for everybody to shut up. Uh, so as Claudette makes that gesture, you're going to notice that the few patrons that are still here, there aren't that many, about about five or six throughout the entire place, not including Gorbert and his father, um, you suddenly are the center of attention when you say, Mines. Yeah, they're kind of sensitive about that here. I figure they probably don't want to hear that we want to go look at them, because, I mean, they're neat. Hey, you! Hey, you! Middle-aged dwarven woman looks across a table at you. No way. What are you talking about? Your hmm? Imperials. Hmm? Yeah, you Imperials. You talking about the mines? I had heard about them that they'd collapsed a while ago. Hmm. So the rumors are true. The Empire is sending people back here to reopen the mines. Right? That's that why you're here. I have not heard anything of. No. Yeah, don't lie to me. I know you. No, you don't. I know your no, type, at least. You. You're here. You do not know my type. Claudette's gonna kick Leiden under the oh. table. 
Yeah, you wouldn't tell me even if it was the truth, but you're coming back here to check out the mines, right? You're investigators for the Imperium. Oh. That takes way too much effort. We were just up at the telescope. We came down to have a look. Because we'd heard about it. What telescope? The one just up at, um... Just up the road. Well, not just up the road, but... Caranel! That was yeah. the name of the place. I've never been this far on this coast, so we thought we'd stop by. Because look, we're this close. Look, 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 look. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I know that you got a tool belt. And that you're some type of imperial how-to-do. Alright. I'm just a lowly worker, but if you want to get into the mines, you should probably head toward the old Gill Hall. Look up Garmin. Garmin Freeze. Garmin Freeze is the, uh, the old foreman. Okay. He's still around there. Insight? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 16. 16? Uh, you think that she's fairly convinced that you are exactly what she's saying. Uh, she thinks that you are here to do a, um... Uh, and that this is a, good? She thinks that you're doing an appraisal to try to bring the mine back up. Okay. And, like, she doesn't seem like she has much, um... What's the word I'm thinking of? Much... Uh... uh guile. <laughs> In fact, looking at her, she seems like she seems like the type of dwarf that's gone to a bit a bit of seed. Like probably at one point was fairly muscular, now a lot of the muscles turned to flab from inactivity and heavy drinking. Definitely to your eye looks like a commoner. The most common type of laborer. Whether or not this is a critical judgment or a negative judgment in Claudette's eyes is up to you. Uh, probably just a, a frank appraisal. This is someone who will toil for the rest of their life. And when not given a task to work, they, you know, are where she is. Her beard is scraggly, like the little wisps of blonde hair that cling to her chin and jaw. Her, um, her hair is uncombed and messy. She even I, has dirt on her face. I was just kind of... I think Claudette's reaction was that shit, is this one of the people with the person that, like, is supporting them and was gonna not want us poking around there? Sort of thing? No, she does not appear to be. Okay. Oh, well, thank you, then, for the information. Yeah, just... bring money back. Of course. I will certainly try and see if there's any way to have them reopen. And she'll kind of just slide some, thank you for telling us where to go. You've cut some time off of our day. It'll be a couple silver. The, 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 the house with the, with the red roof. That's the one you want to go to. It's right behind the guild hall on the left, uh, down, down Baker's Way. Thank you. Have a good day. And she'll quickly pocket the silver coins, leaving a couple of copper on the table to pay her bill, and will scuttle out before anybody can see that she has that much money on her. Yep. 
probably get going then. And Claudette, we Let, may let's want. Let's talk to... outside, okay? We may want to be careful about. I know you want to help people and be generous, but that also might get us into trouble if people know you that you guys also need to not money. talk about stuff in public. I wasn't talking so, about anything. So, let's go. Yes. You folks heading out for the day? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you, so, yeah. You have a good one. I want to go see the ocean. Well, probably the best the best view for the ocean without leaving town proper is heading over toward the old B&B and looking out the back patio. You should be able to sneak on. Just watch. There's uh, rumors of some giant weasels hanging out around the bushes. They tend to go to old buildings. Lots of, you know, making noises in haunted houses and things like that. Okay, I was thinking we might walk up the hill just a little bit to get a really good view. Not very far or anything. Well, just watch your step. A lot of the uh, a lot of the stone in the side of the mountain is shale, and uh, it oh, slips yes, off that would pretty. Oh, very easy. slippery. Well, yes and no. It's like standing on top of a particularly overbaked croissant. I can't say I know what I, that would be like. It's flaky I can, I can and dangerous. Imagine. Just like me. <laughs> anyway. Y'all have a good day, okay? You too. Alright. Where are y'all headed? You headed outside? Yep. Um, as you're standing up, Dirk yeah. will kind of tidy the table up reflexively, kind of stacking the plates and making it easier for the wait staff, well, the Gorbert, to take the plates away and say, What do you want me to do today? I mean, do you want to come with us? Uh, You're um, welcome to. Sure, I can tag along for a little bit. Do you want to make some friends? Get more information? I don't really know where your skills lie. I do a lot of second story work, really. You know, window cleaning and... Uh, uh, then take them very literally. I, I'm, I'm gonna spend some time looking around. Okay. I'll see you back here tonight, um, hopefully. Okay. Be what, careful. What? Okay, nobody's gonna confuse me for being anybody with any money. Careful, I think you, like, you look like they, you have more money than they do. Well, we'll see. Trust me, I'm pretty good at pretty good at blending in with uh, you know my type. Good luck oh. up there. Thanks, and she'll lean in and give him a, a kiss on the cheek in public. She's 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 trying this out. She's trying this out. Uh, he Go will give he will give her the one armed squeeze. The They're hip being squeeze. weird. They're so cute. You're weird. They're not puppies. This is how you act when there's puppies. What? 
This is Buffy's. Ivy will slip Dirk the potion. Uh, not potion. The poison vial. <laughs> Which poison? Cusco's poison? Uh, the, the, <laughs> the one that's like drow poil. Cusco's poison. Cusco's poison. Yes. 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 The drow poison one. They're kind of like puppies. Because I have two doses, so she'll give him one. And just say, he's going to any trouble. So sure. Try to stay safe. I mean, they're puppies. I don't like that you're doing this by yourself. I do all sorts of stuff by myself. It's fine. I'm. Besides, I have a book up in the room. I can just spend some time reading that later, too. Okay. Good luck. You got this, buddy. Telfern's gonna come in and. Well, you want to kiss too? Pat on the back. Absolutely not. You couldn't handle it. For her. Okay. You're getting, you're getting pretty, uh. Getting pretty confident there, buddy. But that's okay. You got this. Pat, pat. Take, take care. Okay, buddy? I don't want to have to patch you yeah, up again. You too. Oh, how's the thing on your back? Did that? I can take it. Okay. Okay, good. I just, I know the stitching was. All right. Um, good luck today. You too. All right. With that, where do you head? Do you head outside? I think uh, so. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think so. That's the plan. Before we go anywhere, can we just make a quick stop by the general store? Oh, yeah, I'd like to. Let's do that. All right. Well, the general store is a nice, easy stop for you as well. And uh, once again, uh, the, let's see, what was her name working there? That was uh, Segolia. Uh, Segolia is opening the shop when you approach. It's about 10th bell in the morning. And they look over their shoulder at you, and, um... Hello, good morning. Good morning. I'm guessing you need more provisions? Um, uh, I just need some, uh, fire starters. That's all. Some, like, a tinderbox? Or do you actually want, like, some, uh, some matches? Um, uh, either or is fine. You just need something to be able to light light a small fire. Uh, just one moment. Let me see what I have. Let's see. I'm just gonna check that price for you real quick, Mike. Uh, okay. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, tinder tinder box is five silver. Um, what are they called in D and D? They're not called matches. Do they? They might not have them actually because they have them in Pathfinder. Mm, and they're okay. called like sun sticks or something like that. Mm, you know what? I'll say that I'll say a box of matches will be a gold. You know, I'll say I'll say five silver. I'll say that a tinder box is basically the same thing. Okay, I because will. Honestly, it's it's not hard to glue a, like a little bit of like a little bit of you know powder onto a stick. That that's fair. Um, so she, yeah, she wants to pick up that and. Uh, just, like, some cloth. Just some bare cloth. Sounds good. Uh, you can get, uh, you can get all of that for six silver. Cool. Sounds good. And that's all I needed. All right. Well, 
you all have a fantastic day. If there's anything else that I can provide for you, please let me know. Oops, I like your well, new outfit, already by gotten the way. Better. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I heard Wait, that... those are mine, aren't they? They do fit a bit differently. Okay. I don't believe we met yesterday, but I heard that you had an encounter. I, yes. Hmm. We it's both good. fucked away from it. That's probably for the best. Well, best of luck to you. Thank you. And where do you head now? What do you do? Um, once we get out enough that like they can talk semi-privately, or at least see if somebody came up close enough to listen. Sounds good. In the town um, square, there's enough of a space that you can keep your eyes on each other's backs. Claudette's going to kind of explain a bit of what they learned last night, that kind of, for the most part, the townsfolk are not li likely to be happy about us poking around the mines due to the whole, like, that's no doubt where they're hiding out, blah blah blah. All that are information. Are you gonna are you guys gonna give the information about like the the ties to Gorber and I forget his name is it Crowder? Is that his actual name? Crowder. Yeah. I are think you guys so. gonna tell them that? Okay. Like Claudette's yeah. gonna bring out enough information that it's gonna be a kind of thing of well, maybe we should try and like see if she'll talk to us first. Because Stuff seems weird. It doesn't seem quite so cut and dry as it was before. No. I'm... yes. And he's really nice. So we did kind of promise that we would at least try. Mm -hmm. Do you guys kind of see Ivy's, like, nervously cur curtail starts doing, like, her kind of, like, weird flicking thing, and she's kind of, like, looking, like, glancing down at her shoes a bit and stuff like that, and you see... She's okay. getting a bit nervous at this. Okay, okay. If, if she won't talk to us or anything, we're not going to interfere, but we should at least find out maybe what the other side is. I don't know why this is happening. Right? Like, maybe they have a very legitimate thing that needs to be addressed. Sure. Makes sense to me. It just seems very weird that everything that's happening, and then everything that happened in Terranel. Mm hmm And that not just this doctor, but that a mage of the- one of the Imperial mages also vanished and is connected to this. It's- Well, it really sounds like she quit. Yeah, but for everyone else, Which, I mean, she vanished. Had to, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I know, I- yes, yes. I- But why? Yeah. Told she was a traitor to the Empire. And that she will try to manipulate us and charm us. And that we shouldn't let her talk. But the timeline doesn't make sense. I mean, it, it does. Like, it, it, it's a logical timeline. But I mean, if, if this mage left before this... Because I thought the doctor left relatively recently. I might be wrong about that. I don't know. I just don't get it. That's- No, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. 
It's just two people with well, Imperial secrets running off and vanishing and being connected is a little weird. Well, and the fact that she vanished... I don't know, it doesn't... It seems odd that she would feel that she couldn't just retire to raise a family. Exactly. So... <laughs> There's lots of things coming up in the Empire that... I never really thought of before. Or never thought would happen. In the distance, you can hear the sound of some carts headed this way, disrupting the conversation or shattering the illusion of, um, of solitude. You're standing at the middle of a crossroads in the center of town, what is essentially the town square. The crossroad is a, a big circle of dirt and stone, and in the distance you can hear the sound of various insects chirping noisily. Small grasshoppers and crickets scraping their legs like tiny violins, the sounds of crows and even some, some, well, insomniac owls hanging out in what sparse conifers dot the landscape here. A cart passes you and a pair of humans that are pushing a rather, a rather threadbare oxen to pull it. Give you a nod. What do you do? Where do you go? In case, um, if we are, should we go check in with that foreman, former foreman? Mm-hmm. That seems like the best lead we've got at the moment. All right, that sounds like a plan. But maybe, um... Whereabouts is he located? One of you guys should take the lead on that. People just seem uncomfortable with... You know what? I can take the lead, if you need be, and she will quaff. A, you uh, also are weird. Yes, you are you not see, a normal potion, common person. But this potion makes me so much more attractive to people. That's not necessarily what we need. I just though. need to know where we're going, essentially. We should need to talk hall. to somebody like a normal person, which this neither of us apparently are. Right. Yes, uh, just out of character. This potion gives me advantages on charisma, like <laughs> your charisma-based roles. Where, where'd you get that? Or is that one of your? It's the mutant abilities. It's one of the mutant nice. potions I can take. Sounds good. <laughs> if we want to, if we if we're not, then Ivy won't take it. But I like the idea that le- that that Ivy just takes it. And we're like takes oh, it anyway. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it, it's it's it's, it's the alluring Talfrin one. Maybe should be the one to talk or Barry. Maybe Talfrin. Talfrin seems like a normal person. Ah. Yeah. But he's. So tall. Case, let's head off. <coughs> I mean, yeah, so it's like, so he talks like a common person. That's true. That's true. And like, they uh, seem really... maybe because I am. Well, yes, I'm. I mean, I did assume that, but technically, I think Ivy is a common person, but she certainly doesn't act like it. 
How confused. Why do I keep shrugging? Let's go to this far man. Oh. I'm gonna say Claudette. And Telfer's just gonna like turn around towards the guild hall area. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and just start mar marching off that direction. And yeah, just start marching off after. that direction. Just kind of saying, oh, you know, every time I go to the general shop, it reminds me that there is something good in this uh, in this town. Just kind of marching. You got a little thing. Everyone knows you're not yeah. from here. Lena mumbles. Do you understand that? No. Is that common for something? I don't. I don't know. Must be then. Okay. Dolphin, it's the house with the red roof. What? Oh, all right. On the other side of the guild Shores hall. that way. <laughs> just on, just behind it, and to the left, you'll see that there's a small, small house with uh, with a steep red roof. I mean, it's fairly humble. The door frame only stands about five foot five, and there's a small porch just wide enough for maybe four or five people to stand shoulder to shoulder on. The wood is unpainted. Well, that's not exactly true. The wood is was painted at some point, but it's now faded. Long strips of the stuff hang off like stalactites. Like dandruff on an old shedding dog. And as you approach, you'll see that there is an old brass door knocker with a um, kind of a leering troll's head mounted in the center of the door. Right, you know, do I just, uh, do I just knock? I'm just going oh, to knock. House, He's going to knock. Hmm? Okay. Just a minute. What, Just what, a... what are we doing here? <clears throat> Weren't you listening? Kind of. <sighs> a small slot next to the troll head knocker slides open. And you see a pale, milky eye look out. Who's there? What did that dwarf say the foreman's name was? Garmin Ferez. Garmin Ferez. Uh, hello, my name's Claudette. Uh, we were directed to talk to Garmin Ferez. There was a lovely dwarf lady in the boarding house. The milky eye will appraise you. And you'll see that on the other side, um, all around it, like when I say milky, I mean that it is, it, I guess it is blue but it is blue of such a sharpness and clarity that looks like it looks like the sky on the most gentle spring day or like a bit of ice melting in the center of a lake almost albino but around you see that the skin that the skin that frames the eye is deep black almost with a bluish purple hue to it that immediately to those of you who have seen them before speaks of drow 
Who is it? I asked who I'm talking to. I said. My name's Claudette. Claudette. Well, Claudette, there's more than one of you out there, I can see. Oh, well, um, um that one's Fairy, that one's Ivy, uh, that one's Leiden, and that one's Talfred. And why are you coming to my place with weapons? Uh, because I don't walk around without mine. Um, we were said we that, uh, Garmin Ferez was former foreman, and that we should talk to him if we want to go look at the mines. Chunk. The latch slams shut. And a moment later, you'll hear the sound of three locks unclicking. The door will open, and you will see a, uh, a human man in his hmm, late 40s. It's very hard to tell. Just the barest wisp of stubble graces his cheeks, and you'll see that his ears have a soft, a soft curve at the top that hints at, well, aside from his complexion, elven heritage. Perhaps his grandfather, his great-grandfather? As the door opens, a long serrated hook hits the frame. And you'll see that he has a long bladed prosthetic on his left arm. As well as a rather jagged scar that leads down the side of his brow toward his lips as if someone dashed his face with a rock at one point. So Claudette is going to do that cute little rock on her heels and just smile at him, just very thrilled that he decided to open the door and talk with them. And just look at, as adorable as she can. Good morning. And very sincere. Sincerity just radiates off of her. Why do you want into the mines? Didn't you hear? There was a collapse. Yeah. Um, we were asked here to do some surveying. Surveying? What kind of surveying? The kind that is not your business. <laughs> well, you're a right moody bitch, ain't you? Uh, I believe the information is to potentially reopen. If it's deemed viable. But we were asked to look around. Logical survey. Come in. Come in. Oh, yep. Um, thank you. Um, so you're gonna... Either, though. He'll step out of the way, and inside of the main room of this house, it looks like the house maybe has two rooms in total, including the kitchen. And, uh, I mean, pardon me, besides the great room, of course. The great room itself is a 12 by 12 in the center of, uh, in the center of the house, with a large stove dead center that pipes up through the roof at the, the top of that, uh, the top of that thick, um, sharp, steepled roof. Uh, it is surprisingly tidy. 
Although there are a number of uh, discarded beer bottles and whiskey bottles and other uh, bottles of various liquors, they're all stacked in interesting ways. And quite a few of them have had small models built inside of them and arranged on a rather lackadaisically built bookshelf in the corner made out of bricks and planks of board. In fact, on it, you'll see that there is an intricate, intricately designed suit of uh, Magitek armor built inside. As well as an Imperial dropship and a much larger wine bottle. Eden's just like face is like right up against looking at some of these. Do you like that? Get them in there. These are amazing. Oh, that's beautiful. You it's so uh, intricate. The trick is sh you shrink them down and then you build a bottle around them. Oh, that's clever. It would be much easier if that's what I did. Oh. And he'll head over. Um, there are a pair of couches in the center of the room. Uh, oh, one's gonna look kind of crestfallen at that. No, I build them piece by piece. Oh, do you have to have like, long tweezers or something? Like, how do you do that? The mind control must be amazing. It used to be better, he says, and oh. lifts his curved prosthetic. You'll notice now as you're looking at them that the bottles are quite dusty. Quite dusty. In fact, the bottles are the only part of this room that seems to have any dust at all atop of the bookshelf there. The rest of it seems fastidiously cleaned. And as he heads over to an old easy chair with a plaid pattern in its rough canvas fabric, he'll lower himself into it with a groan and pop off the prosthetic and begin rubbing the um, roughly stitched stump. Cave-in was pretty bad. A lot of people died. I don't know if it's a good idea if the Empire wants to open it back up. Here to survey it, what can you tell us to do that? Closed the mine a little over four years ago. Mm -hmm. Ground shook. There's an earthquake, as far as I can tell. The mine's on the edge of... Well, the mountain is right next to the ocean. It's pretty much the... Uh, the mountain there basically is a buffer between us and the sea. Sometimes the sea gods get a little pissy and shake the whole place up. Doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it can be catastrophic bunch of us got trapped on one side of it. The rest of us got stuck in the main shaft and had to wait for rescue. It took them about seven days. There were 20 of us when we went in on our side. On the way out, there were 14. 
magical healing doesn't work well if you've got core in you. Mm. And by that point, our rebreathers had broken. So it was all inside of our lungs, all inside of our blood. And in my case, all inside of my wounds. It's a death trap. Are, are there any safe passages that are still sturdy? The main branch through there should, well, give you a good sense of things. I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, can you do me a favor? And uh, I'd like one of you to make me a persuasion roll to try to get some more information out of him. I shall do so, I suppose. You are working together, uh, so yeah. you will be okay. able to borrow advantage from Ivy. Oh! Oh, thank goodness. You want to know what I rolled? A four. A 20 and a one. Are you kidding? So wow. Persuasion is going to be a 28. That's a fantastic roll. Yeah, it's always good. Not when it's the other way around, though. When you have disadvantage and you roll that 20, that's always a unfortunate. Oh, yeah. I don't... I shouldn't be telling you this because it's none of your business, really. 20 of us got trapped inside of there. A dozen got trapped on the other side further into the cave, but... I guess they found a side tunnel out. They were the ones who went and got aid. They were the ones who dug us out. So there's probably a couple of other branches or sideways into the cave that... Well, into the mines that even I don't know about. It's a little, little stupid, but. Is there any of the ones who were part of that other group? Are they still around? That might be able to direct us? Look, you don't want to go there, okay? Some things have moved into the mines, and they're dangerous. All sorts of critters are inside of there right now. <laughs> but if you're dead set and determined, there's, um... There's an old maintenance passage. It's all covered up. Um, central route, if you take a right and walk straight toward the wall, it, um... You should be able to find it. It's a, it's a small tunnel hatch. Takes you around the other side. We, we had some stuff we didn't want to mine out, but we needed to go in and to have a release vent for a little bit of air. It'll be a tight squeeze, but you can make it through. I'm guessing that's how most of them made it out. Thank you. Thank you. 
I'm sorry for your loss. If you're going in, you're going to want the key to the front gates. What's it worth to you? You're from the M. Yeah, go ahead. Um, what'd you get? So he's going to just lean back. Eleven in the, total. Eleven total. He's going to lean back in the chair. You're from the Empire. You're here on an Imperial decree. You can afford a hundred for it. Uh, Telfrin's gonna insight, maybe. Um, I don't think that's really gonna... No. It's probably actually not gonna do any good. 100 for oh, it. Okay. He just seems like that's his price. It's not like it... The, 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 the key doesn't necessarily... Gold? If you have 100 platinum, I'll take that. Uh, 100... This is where I mean, you tell me what your travel expenses are. Oh, hey, there's a small one there. Hi. Yeah, there's a small one here. I mean, how difficult could the lock really be? I wouldn't recommend it. But it's your life. I know I have the key around here somewhere. I'm just having trouble jogging my memory. Leedon looks over at Claudette. And she kind of shrugs. Mm. Um, I mean, what does Claudette think about that? Because that's like a fifth of the money they have on them. It's up to you. He's making it sound like the whatever the front gate on this mine could be potentially dangerous. And that actually, I will let you do a, an insight roll on Talfrin from that veiled threat. Can, I'll let Vary do it I too. Use, can I use what I had before, or should I roll? Yeah, again? would you? Would you have before? Nineteen. Which nineteen? Be he sounds serious. He sounds <laughs> like it's probably trapped. Like, oh, okay. I was gonna cast a glance to like lead in and kind of like gesture I, to the dagger on her hip and kind of like give a look like. Do I want to threaten him? eyes open slightly, kind of like the... No. She got a 19. General 19? expression. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, uh, same thing. You're... He... It's probably booby-trapped. Claudette. Mm-hmm. Leading just kind of sh- shrugs, like... Might as well, kind of general sense. Not that she says that. Consider it a pension. Are you providing us the key or going with us? I can provide you the key. I've already provided you with information. You're saying you don't have it on you? I was just trying to find out if uh, 
If it was a matter of seeing if the key worked. So. For a hundred gold, I will escort you to the doors as well and open it for you so none of the townsfolk get any funny ideas on you. Alright. You have a deal. And with that, he'll gather She'll up kind of, like, turn away and fish and unhook a, a pouch. She's probably got it split up a bit. Some of the money and has some ready. Well, hand it over. She does. Plops okay. it on a table. Uh, he will excuse himself into the bedroom for a moment and shut the door behind him. You'll hear the sound of some... It sounds like some moving slats. Sound of a lockbox open and shut loudly. Clank! And a moment later, he'll come back. Good to my word. And he's holding a large, very ornate iron key in his hand. As you look at it, the front... It looks almost like a clock piece. The front of it has a, a full circle of gears and cogs and pin strikers on it. Had it cast myself. Only way you can stop a bunch of poachers and adventurers from trying to break in and steal all the cordist. You heading in now? I guess we might as well. It's yours now. I'll hang on till it, to it till we get to the front door. There's a trick to opening it with this. Alright. And with that, he locks his front door behind you as you leave and takes you up the 20 minute craggy, ro uh, craggy rocky walk up to this immense iron door built into the side of the mountain. The door has a few slats toward the top, iron bars where a bit of air can go in and out. A dim, greenish dust billows out through those vents. And you can see that the green haze that hangs in the air comes out through a number of rock vents bored into the side of the mountain, probably to relieve whatever pressure is caused by this substance. Do yourself a favor if you're going to cast magic in there. He says, looking down at, uh, at Leiden's symbol. Just don't trust it. It gets thicker the further you go in. And uh, use those breathers you got on you. You don't want this in your lungs. Alright, right, I never cast magic anyway. Good. Awful stuff. He heads right. up to the center of the door and puts the key in. I'm not going to need this back. One 
One full turn to the right. Two full turns to the left. Three turns back to the right. One, two, three. And as he as he starts to spin it with his good hand, now this key, mind you, in Vary's hand would be about the size of like a short sword. The key is roughly the size of a dagger. And as he plunges it in, he turns it. You'll hear the sound of eternal gears grinding after years and years of neglect. And then... The sound of cogs and gears spinning inside as this safe of a door slowly winds out. And then... It's all you. Thank you. Best of luck. Thanks. You might as well keep this. That way you can't blame me. It's the only key cast like it in town. So nobody can lock you in. Be careful with all that gold. Everybody here seems pretty desperate. Why do you think I asked for so much? Mm. I got a lot of pensions to pay out. Good luck. I'll tell people not to harry you while you're in there. You ain't gonna be able to lock the mine from the inside. Thank you. Appreciate it. If you can bring the town back to life. That'd be something. Fool's dream is what it is. He'll say and turn and wander away back toward his lonely house. Ahead of you, you see the, uh, the mine. Yawning, open, and dark. Dimmed even the most keen-eyed of your party. A low mist of green and purple hangs in the air. Did you bring any torches with you or any other ways to see? Oh, let me see. I think I might have some with me. Generally, I myself have dark vision, but I'm also carrying torches with me. So I have an explorer yeah. this pack. Mm-hmm. So I have torches as well. Sounds that's good. what that means. Version Explorer's Patch has torches. I'm sure it's got torches. Sounds good. Sounds legit. I also have an Explorer's Pack. Perfect. So you'll be able to... And uh, this stuff is non-flammable for the most part, so Mm -hmm. you should be fine. Oh, good. Also, if the torches come out, that's a good sign. Ten torches. For us to know. Ten torches. Ten torches. Go away. Ten torches. I have a Priest's Pack. <laughs> I mean, it has candle and tinderbox and stuff like that. But I assume she has some oh, torches too. Candles, kind of, of course, but, of course, uh, Leiden has tinder. Actually, oh, I have oh. my cantrip for the the one of the ones I rolled for this. The one is light. By, so I don't by all means, torches. please use magic. <laughs> oh right, yeah. Shit, no, never mind. Yeah, Leiden's yeah, not gonna start off gonna with go that. Real well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also forgot to say at the beginning, but I would have 
Claudette would have stayed up part of the night working on copying that spell. Sounds good. You absolutely can. Um, uh, during the break, hit me up with that. So, okay. as you look into the mine ahead of you, darkness stretches beyond your field of vision. You see, you soon find yourself standing on an old, old minecart track. A little baby railway that runs through the center of it. And slowly, you follow those tracks deeper into the shore mine. As your footsteps echo, the last rays of light escape your vision as you move further in. As the doors hang open behind you, your only escape dwindling behind you. And we'll find out what you find in the mine right after we come back from this break. So, hey folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back and uh, look forward to having some fun. Woo! Woo! See you soon. Have fun in the mine. Have fun in the mine. Mine, mine, mine. Mine. All right, we'll be right back. Also, hi, Hayliss. Good to see you. Right. Hi there! Have too much money? Looking to give some away? Did you know that Dorktales has a Patreon? You can go to patreon.com dorktales and give money for exclusive perks like exclusive podcasts, warm fuzzy feelings in the cockles of your heart, shoutouts at the end of podcasts, and more! To learn more about how to help Dorktales, go to patreon.com dorktales. End of ad! Hello everyone and welcome back to the Reign of Emrys here on Dork Tales. When last we left, you entered the mine. The core mine is uh, basically wherever we're going, the mine is going to be about 10 feet tall, unless I say otherwise. There is a line of railroad tracks, uh, well, minecart tracks that is, leading through the center of this place. The walls are roughly hewn and vaguely cavernous, and I believe that is time for us to do the fancy background change now that I, now that I think about it. Well, I screwed up. I had the background the whole time. Did you? Also, if anyone in the chat wants to buy me determination, I feel like we're going into things where I might need to roll. You might be. You might be. My computer is Maybe. struggling, but here we go. All right, change background. Come on. There we go. Open up. Open up. Settings. I'm in a cave. All right, cool. I can close that now. And I'm in a cave. I'm in a cave. Mike, your cave is weird. <laughs> I know, right? My cave is so weird. It's got a rabbit. Now I'm inside. inside. Okay. All right, so weird. You got a... Oh, I'm the only one with the red back. Okay. I like this one better because it kind of looked very, like, majestically. Yeah. All right, so yeah, the only one who doesn't have determination was... is, uh, uh, is Leiden. I was more worried it would be too stark. Let's see. All right, so. Okay, so Leiden does not have it. All right, so I've swapped. Oh, they do they, now. Now they do. Okay. Oh, oh gosh. I bought two. Twice. Okay. I will. Uh, yeah, refund uh, Alicorn King for now. Yep. Okay, so moving into the caves. And let me just, can I move over anymore? I can. Congrats. Okay, sorry, that's the most I can move over at the moment. Maybe I can. One sec. As you head inside of the caves, pardon me, inside of them, I keep saying caves because I'm listening to cave music. Inside of the mines, you find yourself after walking down the central shaft into a large room. 
old mining equipment lays strewn to your left and right, covered in ages of old cobwebs and dust. The central mine shaft runs further ahead of you. You can see that there's a break there. It's um, basically the door ahead of you, the, the cavern, the mine tunnel ahead of you, has um, has a frame rigged up to it with a drop stop. Kind of like, uh, almost like the record, on, pardon me, the, the needle on a record, the way that it drops down. This is a pivot, a break for whatever cart to strike against. To the right, you see that you can easily move under this, mind you, but to the right is a crank to raise it up so that the minecart can be ridden out into the main, uh, into the main loading area outside of the, uh, of the mines. What do you do? Do you continue forward? Do you look around? What do you do? Um, well, Lita would like to proceed cautiously and look around. Okay. Proceeding forward, can I get a perception roll or an? Pardon me, give me an investigation roll if you're looking around this area. Hey, investigation is going to be a twenty-three because I actually rolled kind of okay. Sounds good. Twenty-three. You will find over on a small table to your left, just inside the door, a pair of plates and stools. Four years ago, the cave-in interrupted a dinner. The remnants of the food, barely a stain on the plate, are still there. It, they've molded down to almost nothing, and on one of them you see a large spider the size of your hand scuttle away as you get, get close. Uh, those of you who has a torch up... I do. And, yeah, and in roll sure. 20, can all of you see? Yes. Um, I think if three of them have torches, Leiden will not bother. She's got her shield okay. up, though. I believe that... Yeah, if they have torches, Ivy will kind of... Oh, there it is. Yep, found it. Okay, boom. Claudette, I've given you torchlight. And Very, you have torch as well, right? Correct. Okay, your torches will give you 20-20. There we go. And so you are doing light. And Talfer, did you say you had one or not? Just letting those two carry? Yeah, he does. Okay. No, oh, he does. no, he's got his own. Okay, then I will yeah. add that as well. Until he needs to drop it. Okay, there we go. There. Now he all of you should be able to see drop one. it when he needs to, but... Sounds good. Perfect. All right. Stepping inside and looking around, you'll see a giant spider scuttle away. What did you get on your perception roll? Oh, pardon me, on your investigation roll? Investigation? It was a 23. Looking around, you will find that among some debris in an old canvas sack on the north wall, under, God, an inch of dirt and grime and a bit of this core dust... There's something that catches your eye. Laying, um, laying there in the uh, among the de the detritus, okay. or the debris. 
she'll take a closer look. Okay. Uh, you will find there is a small vial of acid there. Oh. Okay. Looks like it was used for some some mining purposes. It's in a double thick walled um, steel container, uh, but is clearly labeled as uh, as acid. Uh, yes, Robin, you have a question. Um, yes, I was just wondering if Ivy could make a um, survival roll to start tracking fey fiends or undead as part of her blood hunter, trying to start tracking the monsters from sure. that she knows that Doctor has. Cool, because I get to do that with the advantage when I'm hunting. <laughs> okay, those are those are so average, Ivy. I rolled 11 and a 12, and then my survival is... Where the fuck is it on this sheet? Um, that's going to be a 16. As you look around, you will see that... You'll see tracks in the ground. Humanoid. Sort of. They're scratching tracks, like someone drew their fingers across the dark earth here. But not fingers. Those are definitely splayed apart, the bones of feet. Looking back, with your keen vision, you're going to be able to notice that on the inside of that immense locked door are a series of scratch marks. As well, as you take a step back and look, uh, Christine, stop listening. Embedded in the rust of the inner door, you will find a few torn fingernails. Embedded in the metal and rust. Uh, there was a fingernail thing. I know you didn't want to hear it. Chris, by the way, if your players say they don't want to hear something, don't make them listen to it. <laughs> because anyone who's seen Stir of Echoes knows exactly what I'm talking about. Also, oh, I'm sorry you. for putting that back in your head. You're not sure if the people who left those there were alive or dead when they did, but your bet is that probably dead? They probably didn't lock anyone inside of here. Probably. Yes, Claudette. I'm actually just going to get up and refresh my ice pack real quick. Sure. All right, Claudette is looking around, holding the torch. Um, so lead, and you'll find that vial of acid. All right, um, she'll ha hold it up, and I, I can hold on to this. It seems to be a vial of acid. It might be useful for something we come into uh, encounter later. Yes, it might be useful to do that. It can also be used, maybe, in any potion making that we could make a poison, potentially. Well, I have it in case anyone needs thinks we should use it, so she'll just tuck it into her, one of her pouches. I'm seeing these tracks, these scratches along the walls. What kind of scratches? Looks almost like feet. Feet. Along the walls, it looks like hands, but yeah. Oh, hands, ground. yeah. Sorry, the ground sorry. <laughs> the ground feet, yeah. You know yeah, what? It's, it's creepier if it's feet on the wall. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, they right. had the strength to grip the walls with their feet? Yeah. That's what I thought I heard. That's what I thought I heard you say. So I was like, oh, damn. Yes, in fact, it, it now, now it is. DM <laughs> writes scribbles furiously. 
Yeah, no, that's canon now. You know, we're going with that. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, uh, awesome. I just made them scarier. You'll guys. see there are some okay. hand hand marks as well, but it looks like yeah, hands and feet. And where are they? Uh, fresh or no? Mm, not particularly, no. Okay. Not very. Well, in any case, we should probably still keep our voices down. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's probably for the best. Which? Alright. Leighton's gonna shift around and look around to see if there's anything else interesting in this entrance area. Uh, you'll find there's an old pickaxe at the top right corner of the room next to the uh, the northern tunnel. Um, it actually appears pretty serviceable. Um, the, the haft is a bit old and the, the wood's a bit dry, but it's perfectly serviceable. And if you wanted to keep it, you'd probably want to clear some of the rust off of the head when you got it out of here. But if you wanted to take it right now, you could. Oh, absolutely. Never know when you need a pickaxe. Okay. Uh, you will add a pickaxe to your inventory. It is a simple weapon that deals uh, one, eh, 1d6. I mean, she's got better weapons, but you never know when you'll need a pickaxe specifically. Right? Yes, one of mine. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. All right. Do you search for anything else inside of this first chamber? Eden will probably be pretty good with that if everyone else is looking around. Do we want to continue on and see what we can find? Yeah, I think we should head on, head on in. Really, um, Claudette will keep an eye out for signs of current occupation. I guess weird Sounds magical good. things. And Ivy, your ability, your tracking is for fiends, fey, and undead. Correct? Um, yes. Just let me uh, minimize that and read. Track Fae, Fiend, or Undead, yes, as well as on intelligence ability checks to recall information about them, too. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Oh, and Kelly? Yes. Uh, quick note, uh, did you get the 60-foot dark vision for the rabbit? Uh, yes, it's already on there. Okay, perfect. Not that it makes too much of a difference, because it can't actually communicate, but... All right. So... Above you, there is a tunnel that leads about 20 feet up before it branches out again. You can all move your figures up if you'd like. Inside of the next area, as you make your way down this winding, branching tunnel following the rail line, you will see that there's another catch for it immediately to the right inside of a large room where the rail... What do we, what do we call it? I guess just call them the tracks, I suppose. Uh, the tracks head up branching both to the right and continuing north toward another chamber. It looks like there's a loading rig area immediately to the right, as well as a few a few support pillars that have been chiseled into the rock here, holding up the roof, which in this room is a full 15 feet. Uh, what is everybody's passive perception, by the way? I believe some of you have 15. Mm. 15. 12 for Claudette. Okay. Oh, 11. 12 Sounds good. As well. Sounds good. Uh, all oh, around you. familiar is still on her shoulder. Okay. What is your familiar right now? It's a hawk. Cool. Can you make a uh, a constitution check for your hawk? Being oh, in this shit. dust. <laughs> oh. How I does that magic. work? Uh, if it dies. I don't have stats for them, I don't think. You just use a hawk stats. Oh, okay. So those should be inside. Uh, roll a d20 and I'll tell you. I'm sick. 
I think you probably add plus two for a hawk. Seems Con? fair. Probably a plus two for con for a hawk. They're pretty hardy. You're kidding me. It's minus one. Is it minus one? Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, they're a small creature, right? Oh, yeah. I guess that's fair. Yeah, okay. Which so is me... funny because technically, like, any creature should have a decent constitution because they survive. That's true. But, but uh, if it was a giant I rolled eagle, a 17. Okay. Your, so that would be a your, hawk is, your hawk is fine for an hour. Um, they will start picking up levels of exhaustion through exposure no matter what. But for now, you're okay. Oh, well. I just have to resummon them then. Yeah, well, right. I could dismiss them. Actually, it's not going to be useful in here, so I'll just dismiss it then. <laughs> then I can it, call it back easily. It vanishes in a puff of logic. <laughs> All right. Heading into the central cavern, you see that there is a passage to the north and to the east. Uh, what do you do? Are there any more signs of the tracks going in any specific direction, or is it kind of just... You'll see models. a few examples of it angling both to the north and to the west. Oh, pardon me, to the east. Um, can I do an investigation check in here? See what's... Uh, sure. Yes, you may. See what I can see? Ooh, that's pretty good. Uh, do, 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 do. Ooh, that's really good. Um... <laughs> Uh, 24. 24. So looking around yeah. with with an artificer's eye, Vary is going to see that it looks like the tracks were damaged kind of in the middle of this room. A series of rocks fell and shattered them. And you'll find that beneath a large rock to the north of this tunnel, just before the Northern Passage, uh, you'll find the skeletal remains of a humanoid arm. Ooh. The flesh has been completely gnawed off of it by various tiny creatures. Uh, but um, with a 24, you will find a very bright uh, gold and sapphire ring. Ooh. I like uh, that. A thumb ring, actually. Uh, this is... It is a human-sized ring, so probably like a 9 or a 10. And that's a gold and sapphire ring? Gold and sapphire ring, yep. Probably one of the miners that uh, got caught and had to choose to leave their arm, or... Huh. Hmm. Well, hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the ring. Okay. Obviously, uh, well, got an arm over here, but nothing else. Eden's gonna attempt some sort of survival check to see if there's like any traces, because we are looking for a person who is and creatures and things. So, mm -hmm. any signs of activity? That looks so, make me a survival roll, and I'll tell you tell you something else. <gasps> My rolls are okay tonight, sort of. So that's going to be a 24. <laughs> Damn, guys. Seriously. That's awesome. Um, you're going to notice that both of the passageways are besought with cobwebs. It's almost mm -hmm. like the spiders that have come through here. Well, cobwebs and webs, that is. Uh, it's almost like time and spiders have hung sheets across these passageways. 
don't However, look there like is they've a, been there is a torn seam through the center of the ones to uh, uh, to the west. Oh. To east, east. Why do I keep saying west? <laughs> to to the oh. right. God damn it. Uh, Leden's gonna go up to that seam and kind of point at it, and um, if anyone's paying attention to her, and if not, then she'll just draw their attention and be like, hey, I think maybe this way. Okay. Looks like something's gone through these webs. Well, I guess in that case, do we want to go through these webs? Seems like the way to proceed. Fine. Sure. Well, and uh, if that's your closely hidden, <laughs> if that's the way to proceed, yeah, Telfer to go uh, to fall. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Can oh, I get gone. anyone who goes through to do me a favor? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> can you make me a wisdom save, please? <laughs> you ask the tough questions. Oh, God. Nat 20. Uh, a wisdom Ooh. save. What Thankfully, my wisdom saves are good. Um, okay. 22. 21. We're middling with the 13. 13? 22. All right. Oh, yeah. Proficient. As, as you push your way through these ancient sheets of cobwebs and webbing, you're going to feel a sudden pressure on each of you at some point, like a hand pushing down on your chest or shoulder or the back of your head. Talfrin, you got a 13? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was the lowest, right, out of anybody? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Talfrin, you are going to just start to feel this wriggling, writhing mass as a spider the size of your palm walks down the front of your face. Ah, Okay. Swat at it. All right, so swatting at it. Um, it does not bite you. It just falls to the ground and skitters away. The rest of you are going to have enough composure just to kind of brush them off gently. They don't have... They're, you're brushing through their lairs. It looks like tarantulas. Well, as long as it's not on, on my face, we're fine. Tell from they're just spiders. It's okay. Face. Stab it. You don't need to stab the spider. Stab um, the spider. As, right. as we come through that, I'd like to do a perception check to, to, you know, just as we come into the new room, see if Absolutely. there's anything that stands out. Sounds good. Go ahead. Um, that's going to be doo -doo 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 -doo, uh, 21. 21. Uh, looking around, yeah. you see that just at the edge of the junction, there is a hanging lantern that's been smashed. Looks like it could be repaired pretty quickly. Uh, there are also some old crates and sacks laying around the edge of the tunnel, because what you're coming to is a T intersection. Now here you see that there's also a lever off to the side and a an old circular pad in the ground that rotates the mine tracks. Ooh, the tracks run north and south, and uh, to the north you'll be able to see that there is, uh, the tunnel continues onward, and uh, you can see just at the edge of your vision a minecart, as well as some scaffolding. To the south, you will see that there is the sound of running water, and also what looks like the cave-in. Oh. 
Can I make a survival check to track the tracks? Uh, yes, you may. Sweet. I also do a survival check, not for that uh, specifically. Yes, you for... may. Claudette, are you hanging back further? Um. I think. No, I'll move up a bit, kind of just to behind um, the bun. All right, <laughs> sounds good. As you scoot up from behind, can I get an initiative roll off of everyone? <laughs> sure. Right okay. I got a Let's twenty. Go. That was a dirty twenty from me. All right. So Oops, as you scary. as you squat down and look up, you oh, will twenty. You will find when the undead tracks lead directly to to the cave Sorry. in there, which is okay. going to be unfortunate because suddenly, once again, you will feel pressure dropping on each of you as a series of long tooth slugs the length of your arms perhaps a little little longer um, are going to drop from the roof from the stalactites above head sorry they're indistinguishable when motionless as these drop on you oh Pardon me. no oh, I hate them thanks oh, I hate they are, them they are okay, single eyed like... fanged creatures pardon Whoa. me they're the length of a human leg or longer Gross. So Thanks, gross. I hate it. Uh, yeah. I know, right? Ooh, okay, so. In the words of Amy, Thanks, I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, I hate it. Thanks, I okay. hate it, bro. 19, 15, 12. No, please. Sorry, I just could go fetch a desk I threw off when you're talking about the spiders. Fair. Uh, no okay, kidding. what's their decks? Cool. Okay, going through the initiative right now, what do I have? I've got uh, Talfrin, and then I've got. Uh, uh, Mike, roll me a dice. Well with initiative, I never roll well with him. I rolled an eighteen. <laughs> okay. Very uh, P one. Uh, then it's P two. Ivy P three. P four. Then it is Claudette. And then it is Leiden, P5, P6. Ash some worms. And one moment, sorry, I'm just doing a little bit of calculation. Ash. Hello, Raid. Oh, Ooh, we're getting raided, Raid. We're getting to get to some. Mad Bird streams. Oh, hey, Mad Bird, how's it going, guys? Nine and. Gonna okay. fight some slugs. All right, Worthy. so these piercers drop from the roof, and I think a little bit of battle yeah. music is in order. Yeah. All right, uh, they're gonna drop. Uh, does anybody have anything that prevents them from being surprised? Uh, um, I have danger sense, but that's only if they like attack me with a deck save or something. Oh, fair. All right. So yeah. then in that case, you will all suffer the surprised condition this turn, uh, which uh, means uh, drop melee attack. So who can they drop on? Leiden, one of them is going to drop on you. Oh, uh, is your That's going to be a miss. That was a nine. Um, Ivy, one of them is going to drop on you with a 20. And that'll hit. Okay. Falls beneath the piercer. Um, and the roof here is... Oh, God. These things are so much better in big caves. I love it. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't so, like that sound. <laughs> so the, the caves here are ten feet tall. So that is yeah, I love it, player. I hate it. <laughs> right, yeah, basically. Okay, so love it, but I hate it. 
Oh, that is so funny. I'll, I'll read you what these guys are afterwards. I've never used them before. Okay, I'm scared. so they, uh, so this cavern, it's 15 feet. So I'll, I'll reduce that by half. You're going to take eight points of piercing damage as this thing falls in and bites and burrows into your shoulder, wriggling around like a tentacle. Uh, Ivy, another one's going to try to fall on... Uh, yeah, another one's going to try to fall on you as well. That's going to be a 19. Mm-hmm. What did that first one hit? Uh, the first one did not hit you, uh, but this one is going to deal another eight points of damage to you as another one plunges into your upper thigh. Talfrin, two more of them are going to fall. I'm going to roll to see... Okay, that one hit goes for Talfrin. That one, okay. Okay, uh, Talfrin, one of them is going to fall and is going to miss, uh, which means that they are going to take That's eight. nice. That's nice for you. <laughs> Sixteen. Uh, another if I one die of them, to another worm, I'm not going to be happy. Oh my God, be pissed Another off. one of them falls to the ground, uh, barely missing the robot rabbit and oh, crashes yes. through uh, one of the bags of flour laying there. Um, and with that, we are back in the top of initiative rounds, except Ivy, your senses immediately pick up something rattling to the south, and you'll hear the sound of stones moving aside and... Oh, cool. Oh, that's oh, nice. cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> Neat. Oh, cool. And that's fun. That's great for us, guys. That's great is. for us. And I'm going to move as from the rubble, you will find dressed in shabbling clothes, uh, probably shabby clothes, uh, six skeletal bodies will begin to push their way through the rubble. Oh, six of them. Let's go, boys. (laughs) Let's go, boys. Okay. Uh, All right. So with that, Talfrin, you are up. What do you do? All right. I um, absolutely do not. I don't like this situation. Let's let's rage. Okay, that's rage. probably a good idea. And uh, <laughs> um, should I roll on the table now? Oh, uh, tell you what, <laughs> I, will, I will roll for you on this one. Perfect. Uh, so I need to roll me percentiles since you are in the 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 shore the pardon me the chore cave. Do you do you want? Oh, I want oh, percentiles from oh, you. Oh, that's true. Me? Okay. Yep, you roll percentiles. Okay. 62. 62. Okay, so yes. th- things are going to function as normal for you right now. Every time no. someone casts magic, you will be rolling percentiles. The deeper into the cave, the higher your your uh, explosion chance gets. Did I uh, cast it though? Did I need to? <laughs> all right, you didn't mean to, but what I'd like you to do is let's just launch my notes everywhere. Uh, okay, so just yeet. Uh, roll me a d8, yeet. please. One d8 coming up. So did we decide we wanted to do the extended? I got a one. We're going to use this one for now, uh, but we'll use the extended one for after this one. Uh, As you enter a raid, shadowy tendrils lash out around you. Each creature of your choice you can see within 30 feet must succeed a constitution saving throw or take 1d12 necrotic damage. Each one I see? Uh, Each creature of, of your choice that you see, so within 30 feet. So all these wormy guys, I guess. Okay, that sounds good. So uh, I think that's gonna, about it. Uh, 10, 15, 20. No, you can see the first. Actually, oh, you can see, holy wow. shit, you can oh, see all of them. You can see all of them. Hell yeah. We're just gonna 
we're just gonna go big. Oh god, this might be great. Right okay, now. so let me roll some saves real quick. So, uh, fantastic. Okay, so piercers, what is your con? Holy crap, you have a good con save. Uh, so what? What DC did I say? I think it was DC fifteen. I don't remember. Of course, I, I shut recall. the book. I don't have my own spell DC. It's true. That's not a thing. Uh, let's see. So that is. Must succeed a constitution saving throw. Yeah, so it's whatever your spell DC is for your wild magic surges, which is eight plus your proficiency plus your con mod. Oh, oh, plus my con mod. Oh, hell yeah. Huh? Of course it is. So hold on. I think, oh, I'm just. Okay, so that's. Happened. Okay. Uh, um, two that's fails. Be, uh, eight, eight plus, so that's 15. 15? Okay. So that's three yeah. fails for sure. And let me roll for the skeletons eight. right now. Okay, so for Skella Bones, we've got, oh, they've got pretty good con. Uh, one succeed, two succeed, uh, one fail, and, okay, so two of the piercers fail and two of the skeletons fail. Nice. So go ahead and roll me, uh, roll me 1d12. 1d12. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Okay. I just had to explain what was going on with the magic surges. Oh, shit. Well, that went far. That was a three. Uh, roll it on the table. Okay. That was all, all the way into like the kitchen. That was a two. <laughs> well, you know what? I was I was kind. And... Tried. I did my best, guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, so shadowy tentacles are going to lash out and deal some damage to the ones nearby you. Uh, Four of them are going to be struck uh, and are going to go boop. Okay, that's boop and boop. All right, shadowy tendrils are going to lash out. And so uh, that was your bonus action. Now you can take a normal yeah. action. What do you do? I'm going to just stab them with my sword. Just swing it down. Sounds good. These enclosed spaces are weird. And just like smash them. Um, I'm going to aim towards the one that is south of me. Okay, sounds so, like, good. So, not between any of us. Sounds good. The one directly to your south that yeah. your shadow tentacles already hit, too. Ooh. Directly to myself. Heck yeah. Um, that is going to be... Once I get my math together. Uh, 15. 15 will be... I didn't roll very well. 15's a hit. Roll me damage. Oh, hold on a second. I always do this. I never add my proficiency. Well, 15's ahead, but go it's ahead. It's actually... Okay, that's good, that's good. All right, perfect. Um, that is... Oh, plus four. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, Um, that is going to be, sorry, seven, uh, 12 damage. No, 11 damage. 11 damage, you Flash remember to damage. add the plus two from rage? Absolutely not. That's going to be 13. 13 so points of damage. Did I tell you? Uh, I'm really good thing, at d I'm great at math. You haven't, we haven't played in a little while. We haven't been in a fight in a while. Uh, as you rush forward, this one that tried to fall on your head, you see, heard a little bit of a as it hit the ground. More of a uh, These things take damage when they miss you. I love oh, it. Oh, shoot. Uh, so, uh, and amazing. then your shadow tentacles hit it. Uh, bringing that down, one of them is going to explode in grayish pink blood. Nice. 
That one is down. Good job, Talfrin. Very. Perfect. it is your now turn. Because I'm oh, not sorry. because level five, I get an extra attack, I think. Oh, you do get an extra attack. Oh, I God, I forgot. I have to make sure it's not a bonus action. It is not. You get two attacks as your attack oh, action. I get two you attacks. Attack twice. And you can split them Perfect. up. Perfect. Yes. Amazing. Nice. Okay, let me see. I want to try to attack the one between Vary and I, so that's directly to the east of me. East. Directly to the, directly toward the wall. All right, go toward ahead and make me an attack wall. roll. That one. Uh, All right, and hey, uh, before you roll, don't forget you have great weapon yeah. master. For the minus oh, five that's plus two. ten. Let's let's go. Let's just let's do it. Do it. I believe in. I believe in. I believe, let's believe go. in the heart of the let's dice. Go. Believe in the heart of the dice. That is actually really good. That is uh, twenty-two seventeen. Seventeen is going to be a hit. Roll me damage. And add 10 to it. Nice. Yeah. 10 to it. That is actually better. So that's seven. Oh, it's the same. 11 plus 10 is 21. 21 points of damage. All right. Points. Uh, as you bring your blade down, you are going to slam it into the one that is wriggling out of Ivy's leg. <laughs> and it is going to Stand bisect. Up. Part of its head stays attached to your leg, Ivy, still trying to grab on in its death throes. Gross. All right. Uh, that is all right. So piercer number one, the one that fell on, tried to fall on Leiden. It missed you, right? Oh, no. Yeah, it did miss you. Uh, so that one actually, yeah, it only has 15. Uh, it is going to scrabble past you. Ivy, you will have an opportunity attack if you wish to use it. Yeah, I would love to. All right, go ahead and make me an attack roll. Sweet. Um, so would I would I if I didn't draw my swords? Um you would be able to have an attack roll with your with your uh with your hands. Sure. Yeah, sounds good. Um So you can take yeah, a punch okay. at it. Yeah, I'll take a punch at it. I just don't know. Um, I don't. What do I add to like so one of that prep for my strength. weapons? Because I strength. Okay. Um, well, I guess technically dex because it. I mean, your damage is based on strength, but you can. I'd let you attack with dex since you're just trying to smack it. All right. Um, so if it's with with dex, then there's a seventeen. Yep, that'll hit. Roll me. Cool. Uh, so don't actually you don't roll me anything. What's your strength mod? Zero. Zero. Okay, so you I are slap going. slap it for one hit point. You slap it for one hit point of damage. All right, uh, it is going to scrabble past you, going, and is going to grab onto the wall. It? Can I say she kicks it for? Yeah, you kick it as it runs away. It, it, it yes. flops out of your shoulder, kicks it. It is going to rush back up the wall using spider climb, and is going to drop on Leiden. Yuck! And I'm spending a hurt the more on this. God damn it! That's hilarious. And I missed. Thank goodness. I had a seven, so hold on. It's gonna take, uh, it's gonna take five points of damage. What the hell, man? <laughs> These things are the best. Okay, here's the fun thing about this. Uh, so every ten feet they fall, they do an additional d6 of damage. So these things in a giant cave can take out an entire party just by dropping on them and body slamming them. That's oh ridiculous. Oh my goodness. That's fantastic. I hate it, but I love it. Okay. Uh, with that, the. This skeleton is going to, the skeleton furthest us out is going to rush forward and is going to make an attack on Talfrin. Uh, wasn't I next? Hey, uh, the you, uh, you were the skeleton rolled higher than you though. Oh. Come at me, bruh. 
Yeah, I'm taking all the aggro with that first hit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. That's going to be a 24 to hit you. Oh, that's going to hit me. Oh, yeah. Bring all it on. Right. And that Bring is it on. a one dark six. Oh, all right, so uh, it's going to reach forward and is going to stab out at you with an old rusted head of a pickaxe. Oh, uh, Dealing three points of piercing damage, which will reduce to one. Ha-ha, because I'm in rage. Okay, and then Very, now the it's your turn. Okay, cool. Okay. Okay. So uh, seeing, seeing all of these skeletons coming up, uh, she doesn't like skeleton buddies. So oh. skeletons. <gasps> but I love skeleton buddies. Um, so she's going to, uh, take an action to create a Eldritch Cannon. Okay. Uh, yeah. this is a magical procedure, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. Cool. Roll me percentiles, please. Uh, your goal at this moment, please tell me if you roll above 75. I rolled 58. Hey, it works as normal. Yay. Cool. Uh, I'll probably have to roll a second one because as a, uh, bonus action, I can activate this thing. Um, okay. So she's going to um, basically like reach into her bag and pull out uh, this thing. It looks like a bundle of dynamite with bunny ears on it and legs. And she's going to put Why it on the ground. Why are you playing D.Va? Oh my god. Um, you kind of are. Oh my well, god, you kind of are. It varies more based on Tiny Tina. Um, Tiny D.Va. Tiny diva. Um, so yeah, it looks like this bundle of dynamite with a mouth, ears, and and legs. Um, and she puts it on the ground beside her. And uh, as a bonus action, uh, this thing is going to basically open its mouth and spew a, a towards the skeletons. Okay. Uh, it is going to exhale a 15-foot cone of flame. Um... Which, do you want me to do more percentiles? Uh, or are we going to just count that as the... It's going to count as the activation. Okay. Um, so... Okay, yeah, sorry, you were actually... I dropped one of the piercers directly on top of you, so I missed you at that one. Interesting. Uh, Eric, go. Okay, so uh, can I... With a 15-foot cone, would that be able to hit all of these skeletons? 15-foot uh, cone from you would be... Uh, that would not hit all of them. That would hit the two that are closest to you. Okay. Unless, um, you, that... unless you use your movement to move forward. Um. You would have to move forward five feet to be in range for all of them. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to okay. move forward five feet, five feet. Okay. You're not threatening an opportunity attack from anybody by doing that, so. May as well. Um, okay. Yeah, so she's going to put that down in front of her. It's going to uh, bellow some flame. Can I get a... Uh, a deck save off of all of those skeletons, please. Okay, so five deck saves, and if I'm not mistaken, that's uh, what's what am I looking for? Uh, you are looking for uh, 15. Okay, 15. I've got fail, fail, f fail, almost a pass. Uh, I've got four fails and a pass. Four fails and a pass? Okay, here we go. Um, God, how many D8s is... Uh, okay, so, so I'm just going to... is 2D8 fire damage on a fail if it's the flamethrower. It is, yes. Um, do you want me to just roll these per skeleton then? Uh, no, you roll once for everybody. Oh, okay, so... It's kind of uh, like a so, fireball that way. Okay, cool. Sounds good. All right, so 2D8. 
Uh, so that's going to be 10 damage. Damn, it's pretty um, good. On four of them and uh, five damage on the one of them. Okay, so Skeleton 6 is going to be the, the big bone hero that only took five. Um, you are going to char their bones pretty damn good as flame <laughs> erupts out of this bunny-faced cannon of yours. Uh, rushing down at them. Let me just adjust their hit points real quick. Boo, 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 boo. And then these piercers are not having the best day of their lives either. Okay, I think that I am... I think I'm caught up there. All right, cool. So Flame is going to bellow out at these skeletons as they're going to... One of them actually hisses, and you have no idea how. How do you make the hissing noise without a tongue? And one of them has a silver tongue in his mouth going... It's a prosthetic. Props if you get the reference. Uh, all right. Uh, Jebediah Springfield. Uh, Very, that is your turn. Skeleton number and then two. The the oh. bun is just going to move in between all of the... Uh, all of the I can't the bun basically. only move as your bonus action or is I know uh, it can move it moves uh, it can't act that's what it is yeah it can only okay. take the dodge action on its own or unless I take a bonus action to tell it what to do but it can move all on its own the charred skeleton is going to amble toward you and is going to attempt to claw you actually that you know what like it's a... not it's gonna try to hit you with a pickaxe that sounds like a fair thing that is gonna be a what is that an 18 my AC is 15 that's going to be a hit. Okay. Okay. Oh, God damn it. Why do I keep rolling ones? Uh, that is going to be three points of piercing damage as a pickaxe scrapes past you. Cool. Uh, you are covered in bone meal as it does this, as parts of its skeleton begin to flake away. They're all blackened and charred, but you can still see pinpricks of red light glowing in their eyes. Yes. Let us out. Let us out. Let us out. They begin to moan in your ears. Let us out. Ivy, it's your turn. Cool. So Ivy's going to whip out both of her broadswords, and she okay. will, as a bonus action, ignite one of them with her crimson right. Sounds good. And uh, for anybody who's wondering before, originally it was long swords, but we've changed it to broadswords, which are rapiers that do slashing, because meh. Technically meh. sabers, broadsword, same idea. Are they basket-hilted? I don't know like, what that means. Do they have the basket over the hands? I don't think so, because, like, I think that'd be hard to reach back. She has the cross. Oh, yeah. yeah. Basically, so they're, like, like they're, they're, like, they're, like, they're finesse longswords. We made them. They yeah, exist. Yeah, I'm, yeah, they're finesse longswords. They're, like, 12, long, 12 swords would have worked on this in real life, so just go with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. I guess they're, like, um, arming swords. Anyway, go on. Yeah, so she'll ignite the crimson, right? I don't know... If, I guess I'll have to roll a percentiles to see if I make this work. Crimson right? Yeah, you will. Yeah, okay, cool. So I'll roll the damage. I'll still take the damage, even if the magic doesn't work. Sounds good. Of course I roll a freaking six on my Hemocraft die. Okay, <laughs> so you, all right. And uh, roll percentiles. Roll percentiles. Okay. That's going to be a 66. 66. I said 75. Good luck. All right, you take six points of damage as you bleed yourself, uh, dripping mm -hmm. your dark tiefling blood onto the floor, and you and ignite one of your blades. With its nice purple lightning rims around it, and then I will take... 
I will take two attacks because I also get two attacks at level five. So I will take one swing at the the piercer to your immediate right. Piercer to my to immediate right. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's piercer number four. That's gonna be a twenty-one to hit. That is definitely a hit. Perfect. D eight. I'm not used to rolling D eight. Uh, so you remember that means you get. Uh, I guess you only get two attacks. Normally you would get three if you didn't spend your bonus action. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be, do, 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 do. um, that's going to be a 11 points of damage for that and then for piercing and then, oh, I rolled a six on the lightning damage too. So okay. get six points of lightning damage. As you slash into it, it'll go ah! and will explode in cool. chunks of gore and viscera that will coat uh, the wall and your blade alike. Uh, That's but what I was is, hoping for. It is most assuredly dead, and you still cool. have movement and an action. Yep, that's what I was hoping to do. Or the rest of your do. attack. Yeah. All right, what do you do? So I will, she will step forward and go for the um, piercer that is kind of between Talfrin and Vary. Oh no, piercer number five is my favorite. Oh, well, I hope I kill him. Oh. All right, make an attack roll. Oh. That's gonna be. I rolled a natural 16. Plus uh, that's seven not a thing, but alright, that's a hit. Yeah, I know. Um, yes. Yeah, so that one doesn't have the lightning damage on it. Okay. Because it's I only ignite one, bl- one blade. Um, so that's going to be six points of damage for of piercing for that piazza. Alright, how many points? Six. Six points. All right, that is a good strike. You are going to dance your blade down its frame, uh, cutting deep into it, but it is still alive. That is going to be math. Okay, sounds good. All right, skeleton number three is going to lumber forward and take a swipe at Vary. That's going to be a miss, Vary. It lunges forward and tries to strike you with its skeletal hands. Let us out! And swipes past you. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope. Claudette, it is your turn. Almighty. Um, remind me how the charges on my rapier worked. Uh, you activate it. Uh, basically, yes. you activate it. It's a free action to hit the button. Uh, okay. It means that uh, you... Uh, you have one hour of plus one, plus one using that blade, uh, but it has to be spent in 10 minute increments. Basically, you can, it lasts for an hour, but you can shut it off after 10 minutes and just keep, basically you can use it six times before it needs to be recharged. Okay. So six, 10 minute. Six, 10 minute intervals, yeah. Okay. Activated for at least 10 minutes at a time. And if I left it a certain amount of time, it would recharge, or I could recharge it? You have to go get it recharged at the facility. Go get it recharged. Okay. Yeah. You, um, it I'm is not, not fancy enough that it's self-recharging, unfortunately. Okay, I'm not going to bother then. Um, but I am going to activate Blade Song. Okay, sounds good. And hit this one right in front of me. Okay, so Blade Song is just basically a trance, so I'm going to... I don't think that's technically magical on its own. No, it's so, like rage. Yeah, it's basically like rage, but without magical features. So go ahead and make me an attack roll. And you're attacking the piercer directly in front of you? 
Yes, the only one that's directly next to me. Oh, piercer number six. I like piercer number six. Okay. Um, that is... 24 to hit. That might be a hit. But this piercer's an elite, so no. I was going to say, if I roll a 19 and I don't hit the sucker, not fair. It's true. Uh, that is eight damage. Eight damage. All right. Your rapier will bite into the side of this piercer. You pierce the piercer uh, and are going to deal a significant amount of damage to it. It is still on its feet. Well, it's still on its tendrils on the ground. And, uh... Ooh, drama bomb and I hurt them. Sounds good. Um, all right. Uh, it is... You've cut into it. Are you doing anything else with your action, or is that it? Um, there's nothing else I can do. Sounds good. Leading your turn. What do you do? All right. Okay. So, um, there's one directly next to me. One of these piercer things. Yep. Ugly slugs. Okay. Um, I'm gonna swing at it with my mace. Sounds good. Yeah, that's, uh, at least for now, that's my, yep. So, does, that's a 15 to hit. 15 to hit is a hit. Okay. I realized I didn't pull my dice out because I was a fool. Didn't pull out the actual damage You're a fool. All right, attack it. Attack um, number, what is that number? That's piercer number one. Whichever one is directly beside me. Piercer number um, one, he's the best. Piercer number one, he's gonna take four points the, of bludgeoning damage. He was the Val Victorian. Um, wait, can I, do I have a, no, I don't have that on this. Is it only four points of damage with your strength? It's just four, because I only have a plus two to strength and I rolled a two. All right, reaching out uh, as it lands on the ground next to you, you're going to splat it. Uh, it is going, a bit of uh, that juicy pink, pink gray slime is going to fire out of one of the wounds on its head and it's going to shriek and try to escape you it is still alive all right skeleton number five has had enough of this and is going to scrabble along the wall next to very and make an attack there spending a hearth of more and that's a nat 20 and that could have been a better dice roll but still it's a nat 20 all right, very. As you are there, one of the skeletons that is—he's—he's uh, he's very. He's a bone dry skeleton, really, and it's all your fault. Uh, is going to rush forward to you uh, and is going to embed his claws into the side of your arm where you're holding the trigger. Four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine points of slash eh, slashing damage. It's gonna be slash. He's gonna be like he's gonna grab the muscle of your arm and rake his nails along it. Well, his bony fingies. Ow. Yeah, that does hurt. It hurt. All right, piercer number six. Uh, that's piercer number... This is piercer number six. Uh, piercer number six is going to try to make it up the wall, which means that I need an opportunity attack from Talfrin and Claudette if you would like to use Wait your reaction. on. I absolutely do. Yeah. All right, give it to me. Oh. Oh. Uh, 21. 21 is a hit. Ooh, 20, 24. Another eight damage. Another eight damage, 24. All right, both, another eight. That's number uh, six. Okay. 
Wait, wait, wait. Oh, it's more than that. Hold on. It is 10. All right, 10 points of damage. Both of you are going to lash out in unison and splat-gast this thing together, uh, chopping it into several pieces as it begins to scurry back up the wall for another people's tendril. Number six is down. Uh, Skeleton number four uh, is down here and is going to rush. It can move through an ally square. So it is going to rush up here and take a shot at Ivy using my last hurt the more. That's going to miss. Damn. Okay. Uh, Ivy, a skeleton scrabbles through where Very uh, is being raked by another skeleton and is going to take a slash at you and completely miss. Uh, there's skeleton number four. Skeleton also, numbers. with hmm? my um, with my two swords, my AC goes up by one, so it's now yep. 17 instead of 16. Uh, this one can... There is just enough room there. Uh, is going to leap over. Uh, The last skeleton is going to rush forward, climbing over the debris and broken barrels and old crates, rushing on its hands and knees like a wild animal. It's going to launch itself through the air onto Talfrin. And Talfrin, that is going to be a 22? All right. Uh, Talfrin, you're going to take, after your Berserker Reduction or your rage reduction, three points of piercing damage as it latches onto you and begins burying its teeth in the side of your shoulder. I don't like that. And then finally, piercer number five, everyone's favorite piercer is now surrounded by skeletons uh, and is going to, what's my intelligence? One. Okay, I'm going to say it doesn't understand what the disengage action is. So it is going to try to go to the south and rush up to the wall again. I would like an opportunity attack. Ivy, you may have you done an opportunity attack this round? Not this round, no. Uh, you may attempt to, as a Talfrin oh, may wait, not. Is it still? This is before. We're not at top of the initiative. It is right? after your action. Have you done one since you acted? Not since I acted, no. Okay, so Very and you can both make an attack of opportunity on this if you choose to spend your reaction. I will. As yeah, I will. will as will all three skeletons. All right, I think I'm going to hit because I got a 26. An enemy of my enemy. <laughs> it's just they're just hungry. They need they got nothing. They're they're hollow, you know. They got nothing in their guts. All right, what'd you get it? 26. 20, that's a hit. I got 21 to hit. That's a hit, and the skeleton's got a 15. Well, so two hits and or two misses and a hit. So seven damage from me. Seven That's damage. That's gonna be uh, nine piercing and one lightning. Okay, there is an explosion of lightning and visceral goo as this thing tries to escape, and you stab it. And you, what are you using to? What? What's your uh, weapon, Mike? Uh, she'll stab it. She'll stab it. Okay, so like, a, you have your dagger. Uh, she has or- a sword. You have a short sword? Yeah. Okay. So you stab at it with your short sword, um, which... Did you have that out? Oh, no, I guess she didn't. So you uh, kick it with your boot? Yeah, yeah, she's gonna she's gonna okay. boot it. All right, um, sounds good. So between you booting it and the skeleton that was, like, trying to scratch you turns and bites into it with, the, with its fangs going... Oh, with its teeth, I guess. Can I boot it into the skeleton's face? Pardon me? 
Can I, can I like boot it into the skeleton's face so it bites it? Yeah, the it? skeleton's fine with that. And you just like, the skeleton looks up at you with its beady red eyes, like eating like the top of the head of this piercer that Ivy cut off and it's going. And it's almost, you think it's smiling for a moment at you, just the, the grin. And you, you just, you have a moment where you're like, hey, the skeleton's all right. Oh no. You think you could domesticate a skeleton? That, <laughs> why does We're that not sound having like... it as a pet, guys. Okay, I'm writing that down because that sounds like the name of the light novel that I need to write. Do you think you could domesticate a skeleton? Yeah. I think this is a new, I mean, new hit anime. I shouldn't actually have... <laughs> I shouldn't have spilled the beans. I thought this sounds like one. Yeah, um, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did, though. He lives on my couch. <laughs> uh, all right, Caitlin, I'm going to write that at light novel for you. Hell yeah, thanks. I'm curious what I would need (laughs) to be able to like artificer a skeleton to my service. I think you should do it. Okay, (laughs) as everyone attacked, everyone has attacked. And now we are going back to the top of the initiative with Talfren. When did I ask? Uh, What? Good question. You took a swing. Oh, okay. I just wasn't oh. sure if we were still in that same round. Yeah, that was this is round. We're going into round three, including the surprise round. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. There are many combatants. Talfren, you are up. Yes. What do you do? Talfren. Right. I think. And oh, I'm going to. Well. Oh wow. Look. The yes. Oh, sorry. You're My back. internet was uh, was not liking me. I'm back. But we like uh, you. So oh, do look. It. Thank you. I'm going to try to hit the skeleton directly to the south of me again. Directly to the south of you? Oh. South, south yeah. skeleton? I got a 20, which is a 24. Okay. Wait, 26. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, with Great Weapon Master, when you kill an enemy, you get an immediate oh. additional attack. Yeah, bonus action melee attack. Okay, so you can spend a bonus action. Yeah. So you're going to get two more attacks after this one because uh, you're going to bring it down as onto skeleton. I believe that's skeleton number five. Uh, skeleton number five is going to explode in charred bone. And the last thing you'll hear echo out of its mouth after let us out is Monica, Rita, Tina. There you go. That was for you, Art Hard. <laughs> Thank you. I tried that too. Okay. Right. Um. So, uh, get- <laughs> so that one. Two more. Let's Two see. more. And let gonna me just... stab the one to the west of me, between me and Claudette. Sounds good. And that is skeleton number. Ooh. I got 16, so that's a 22. And then if that I'm five, that's a nine, 17. So okay. hit. Yep. That's gonna be. And this is one oh. of the skeletons that has not been damaged at all yet. 15. 15 damage? Damage. Did yeah. you do minus five plus 10 on that? I did. So I got okay. 22 minus five is 17 to okay. hit. And then five plus 10 damage is 15. Okay, so slamming into it, you are going to- Plus uh, your rage, plus two for your rage. Plus my rage! Okay. It's 17. Thank you for- uh, You are going to shatter. I play a barbarian every Monday. I know rage very well. You mean on Rhyme of the Frostbane? You're on Dorktales? Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, you are going to slam into it and bones are going to uh, fly everywhere uh, as its ribcage is shattered. And it's going to look down at its ribs and then back up at you and then down at its ribs and then back up at you and narrow right. its... I'm going I, I don't to. know how it narrows its eyes. It doesn't have eyebrows, but like the, the, the little red lights like, in its eyes get a little narrow. Like it, it just, 
Yeah, I feel uh, you. And you get one more attack. So what do you do? I'm going to slash upwards if I'm in its ribs. Okay. And we're going to roll a... We're also doing great weapon masters. We're going to roll a... Not as good. We're going to roll a... Hold on. 20. 20 uh, 15. That's a hit. Roll me damage. Oh, oh damn. Okay. That's going to be... 16 damage. Oh, 18 damage. Sorry. Okay. I always forget Well, uh, we have one last skeleton as you rip out its rib cage and skeleton number one on my list is destroyed. Fantastic. Damn, it was his attack. It was his round coming up too. Uh, All right. (laughs) Piercer, the last piercer. Uh, Leiden is going to try to escape you and climb up, but that is, since it's a 15 foot ceiling, that means that it is going to leave its, it's going to leave your range. All right, you may opportunity attack. Oh, I don't think I hit unless this thing's AC is really bad. It is not. But do you have Uh, inspiration? I do. I do have inspiration. I can spend on that. Do you hate it enough to use inspiration? I kind of do, I think. Do it. Well, that's slightly better. That's a 15 to attack. That's a hit. And pff, of course I rolled the lowest damage I can. That's three bludgeoning. Three bludgeoning. It is still kicking one. as it climbs up to the roof and is going to try to drop on you. And that's a nat 20. It gets a nat 20. <laughs> Curses. What okay. piercer number is this? This is Pierce. This is the last piercer. A, uh, this is this is M Night Shyamalan's the, the last piercer. Yeah, exactly. The last piercer. Okay, that is gonna be uh six. That's gonna be eight points of piercing damage as it goes and lands directly on your forehead. Just eight points of damage to Leiden. Uh, Very, it is your turn again, my friend. What are you doing? Okay, well I'm completely surrounded. So yeah, you're bone. Um. How did how does this always happen to me? Because you always run into the front. Oh, God, I'm stupid. Um, See, you should always be behind Talbrin because he thinks he's the front. And yeah. <laughs> Ivy, this is how Ivy's died. She usually <laughs> runs in front first. I mean, I'm still not doing great, but you know, at least she's learning a bit. This is how Claudette has not gotten hurt yet. <laughs> Claudette right? is. You were my next target. She's staying at the back. She's the spellcaster. Well. She's a glass cannon. She knows this. The, the funny thing is, is that Barry is super, super smart, but she runs into things. Um, okay, so she's not wise. Oh, There's yeah, a difference. She, she, smart, not wise. Um, well, well. Um, if I go anywhere out of this, I'm gonna get an opportunity attack from all of them. I mean, unless you disengage as your action. That's true. Yeah, but I, I want to shoot things too. But uh, if you're shooting at point blank range, you're at disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was thinking that. Um, okay, I'm just reading up on my Eldritch Cannon rules here, super quick. Uh, do 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 do. I don't need you. I need Tome of Beast two. Mm. Also, this is my regular reminder, by the way. It's nothing for this scene, of course. But uh, if you're ever using any Kobold Press stuff, trust the challenge ratings because PHB stuff, eh, pretty light. If you're reading something out of here, though, they mean the challenge ratings. Listen to them. 
These things are tough. All right, so I think what Vary is going to do is uh, she's going to draw draw her sword, and she is going to. Um, which one of these looks the most hurt? I guess they all took the they same. They are all of quite hurt, with the exception of uh, skeleton number six. That is that the northern. The that is northern the one? that is the one who pushed through. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, she's gonna take the one to her right, which I guess on the map is the western one. Mm -hmm. uh, and she's going to make a stabby stab at it. Alright, uh, go ahead. With her short sword. Sounds good. And that is going to be a 14, 15, 16, 17 to hit. That is a hit. How does the, how do you do this? Alright, so she's going to, she's going to draw her sword. Uh, after appraising the situation and being like, All right. well, <laughs> well, my friend, you're up. And she's going to bring her sword and just like uh, take its head, uh, put it like through its through its jaw, through its skull, and the head's going to pop off with the sword. And she's just going to throw it down on the ground. <laughs> you know, you're barely going to get a chance to hit it onto the ground. This thing is so charred from your Eldritch Cannon. Uh, as soon as you basically like throw it to the ground, it's just going to turn into dust with... Okay, so that is... And then as a bone, so drawing a sword is free action. It's a free right? action. It's, it's you can use it as part of your attack, basically. Yeah. Okay, so then as a bonus action, mm -hmm. uh, that Eldritch Cannon is still there, and I'm going to aim it at the guy, at the skeleton to the south, mm -hmm. and I'm going to activate it. All right, I'm going to make a deck save. Okay, that's going to be a fail. Uh, so you are just going to burn this one to a crisp. Fantastic, because yeah, it would have taken uh, 12 damage. Uh, cool, it had one hit point. <laughs> so that's that's a bad day for Mr. Skeleton. Uh, you see an explosion of light to the south, and then suddenly the outline of a human skeleton reduced to ash. That was once a person. Ivy, your turn. What do you do? All right, Ivy's going to... Um step forward uh is there enough space to get between the two skeletons on the like easternmost wall not really you'd be squeezing really up can. against it would count yeah. as difficult terrain and okay. i'd probably um, give you disadvantage on your attacks with a sword yeah nope so she will just kind of step forward and attack the cool. uh skeleton that is uh north of very yep and you can split your attack up if you choose to see what happens yes, after I'm the first one to. so go yeah. ahead make yeah. an attack. So the first one um uh, that's going to be a 18 to hit. 18 to hit is a hit. Roll me damage. Sweet. So, and that's going to be with her lightning sword as well. Okay. Roll me lightning. All right. So that's going to be seven points of piercing and five points of lightning damage. Okay. A total of 12 points of damage. How's he looking? Uh, so that is the northern one. He is looking... How many points of damage is that? 12. 12 points of damage. Uh, smashing into him. I'm going to spend a something good happens for you. Uh, and that skeleton explodes as the lightning courses through him. Cool. Uh, and you still have one more attack. What do you do? Yeah. Um, so, Actually, you haven't uh, spent your bonus attack action. No, I know. Your... I have two attacks. I know. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm okay. getting to there. 
Um, so she'll step another 10 feet down to the down, south so and attack 15. the one that is directly beneath Vary. Yes. Okay, go ahead and make me an attack. attack. Number two. This one is a nat 20. Okay. Uh, bum, bum. Tell me how it goes. You can roll if you want to, but it is... It is. Really? Uh, Didn't the one to the south get vaporized by my Eldritch Cannon? All right, then the one immediately... Uh, I killed one with a sword and one with the Eldritch Cannon. I deleted yeah, I the one to your was... left. Did you did you kill two of them? Yeah, we oh, killed yeah, two of them. So, yeah. boop. All right, my bad. So in that case, there is one okay. left. Wow. Ah! Whoa! Ivy! Ivy, no! Ivy's coming walking. through! Vincent, stop eating crinoline! Now! <laughs> um, Vincent's so yeah, voice I guess comes that's back. I how, eat what I want to eat! So how, will that change the how do I want to do this, or is it also uh, This one also only has one hit point, so yes. Okay! Yes, it does. Cool! Not. So this is her not lightning sword, unfortunately, but she will go and she will kind of. How does she want to do this? How do you I do think it? she stabs it right in the rib cage and just kind of does like a nice sweeping motion upwards to just like crack it open. All right, it, like a nice it crab. is charred and will explode into the ground. Uh, so you took, you you only moved one square, right? Yes. Uh, so you actually can spend your lo- the rest of your movement to run back and attack the piercer that is, like, wriggling on, on top Leiden's of Leiden. face? Yeah. Cool, okay. I will do that then. She will do that with her bonus action and finishing her movement. Okay. And this will be with the lightning sword. Okay. Uh, if it's your... Did you not use that for your other attack? Well, I have three attacks, so one... Well, your bonus is with your offhand. Oh, so could I, I could I have done two attacks with my yeah? So lightning. you go light, you go to lightning, lightning, non-lightning. Okay, okay, cool. All right. Just for for future reference, it, it does occasionally. Yeah, for future matter. reference, cool. Okay, that's fine. Then this will be my offhand, um, not lightning. Then, um, I was just figuring it would make no sense. It it, it does dang, not. Dang. It, it's think about it like, I'll explain boxing to you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jab, okay. jab, jab, cool. stab. Jab, jab, stab. So that's gonna be um. Uh, 25 to hit. Uh, yeah, 25 to hit is a hit. Yep, cool. Um, cool. So that's going to be eight points of damage. All right, uh, this thing... Uh, again, this is what is in your face, Leiden. Yeah, I hate it. I hate so it. So can she, like, stab it through, like, its face and then, like throw it against the cave wall off of her. And it will ooze down the wall down to the ground in a pile of gray-pink goo. The battle is over. (sighs) Is everyone all right? Oh, oh yeah, man. no worries. Those things Relax. when they first jumped down. Ow, I'm. That was I hurt from them. Oh, those are brutal. Oh, that will just flip goo off her sword and sheath it. And... That was disgusting. That, that was, was kind of gross. gross. All right, are we going? 
they kill Sounds together and they talk in unison, everybody. <laughs> Are we? Oh. So? Oh, you and Claudette way? spoke at the same time. It was cute. Oh, sorry. And you killed each I other. Lied, I guess. You killed at the same time, so it was cute. Eric, don't like he's rolling dice in the background. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. It's never great. Um, the Ivy's gonna go towards the cave-in, I think, to try and listen to see if there's any more and just kind of see what's going on over there. Sounds good. As you head down to the south, you will see that there is an, a cave-in from several years ago. As well, there's a small alcove that leads off to the west. There you can hear the sound of dripping, and lying there is an oily surface. Unusual crystalline patterns decorate its surface, and you'll see that there is a pile of bones lying there. Amidst it, you will see that, as well, there is what looks like it looks like there's a potion flask lying in the middle of the muck it's a small vial about as about as large as say a bisected flask inside of it is a slightly luminescent in to your dark vision and in the firelight from the torches nearby, you'll see that it, you think it's maybe orange or reddish. Your dark to your dark vision, it looks like a sharp gray. Which Claudette's gonna be examining those piercer things in the background. They are weird. Yeah, as you're, she's gonna take some sketches. As you are looking at it, you are going to notice Ivy. You can make me a make me a nature roll. Nature, okay. Yeah. Uh, while Ivy's doing that, what's everyone else doing? Um, I want to repair that lamp because okay. it might be useful to have a lamp. That sounds good. So it's uh it's it's a um uh, a bullseye lantern. You can do that. Give me a uh, a tinker tools test. You have proficiency with tinkerers tools, so you'll be able to do I that. I do. Uh, I have a 21. 21? All right. It'll take you about a minute to do so, but you'll basically, oh, the glass needs to be replaced, but you have something that you can patch up real quick, and the rest you can uh, you can probably cast Mending either now or in a little bit. Oh, yeah. I guess I could have just cast Mending. I mean, you can... Um, well, you can if you want to risk it. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so she she's yeah she's just gonna you know repair it so that it lights up, and then she's gonna going to just uh, she just yeah she's gonna just gonna hold it I guess. All right, Talfrin, are you heading down to look at that alcove as well? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as you do, I want you to make me an investigation roll. And what did you get on Ooh. your what did you get on your survivor roll, Ivy? Um, was it survivor or nature? Nature. Uh, sorry, uh, nature. Yeah, I got fourteen on nature. 14 on nature. You'll see that there's... The lining of this alcove, this, this little pocket of the cave, the walls are strange. Almost calcified. It 
you're seeing places where the stone has flecked off, but the stone here is completely different. It doesn't match what's on the rest of the walls. The rest are granite or schist. This is kind of like the shale they were talking about outside. It's flaky. Talfer, what'd you get on your investigation roll? Sorry, what'd you say? I said nothing because I was muted, but I put up, sorry, 10. I got a 10. As you round the corner in your torchlight, you're going to see that the rock here is wet and oily. But against the wall, a human face leers back at you in a, in a silent scream. That's nice. Like it's been carved into the wall. It doesn't make the noise, but you can hear the sound of the scream in your mind. That sucks. Okay. And, uh... So... I, yes, Ivy? Ivy has a torch, and she sees this weird liquid and bones in it. So she's gonna take, like, a, a torch and just kind of put it in the liquid to see if it's, like, corrosive or acidic or something. Uh, as you put your torch down, it will kind of... The torch will sputter against the liquid. Well, she doesn't have it lit. She's just taking one from her bag that's just like... It's oh, okay. Just, yeah, uh, she's just like using it as like a poking stick basically to be like, hey, is this going to like burn me if I try and reach this potion? Uh, it does does not, no. How far away is it from her? Uh, it's just down at Talfren's feet. Right at the, f right at the feet of the... Uh, as you look on the other side of this kind of strange pillar in the middle of the... in the middle of the area... Um, the oil kind of drips away from the wall and uh, there's a stone pillar kind of blocking your view. Just on the other side is a skeletal body in the wall and the um, the potion is lying just right here. Can I, try, can I ready an action to punch it in the face if it tries to do anything? When the I skeleton? Yeah, the absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I'm just going to pick up the potion. Sounds fantastic. I'll be right back with you in just a moment. Meanwhile, to the north, what are the rest of you doing? <laughs> Leedon's looking, kind of just like taking a look at what she can, what little she can see in that distance. Because I think who had the torches? It was a uh... Claudette had one. Okay, so she's sort of just Very staying. Had one as well. Okay, so she's staying near Claudette and just kind of keeping an eye out to the north, that northern passage. So what Claudette is doing? So she is crouched down on her heels. In front of one of these piercers. She has the torch that she's been holding tucked into the crook of one of her arms, kind of held so it's jutting off to her side right, well, a bit. Leon's going to reach down and grab it! <laughs> so that it doesn't uh, fall. Claudette's probably going to tumble under her ass then. But So she was balanced on her heels with this torch mm. in the crook of her arm, oh holding goodness. her book out and sketching with the other hand. So the, yeah. the torch is fairly like firmly held off at an angle. Alright, okay. In that case, she won't, she won't mess with it. She's very much multitasking here. <laughs> She's just like, oh my god, your hair. Your hair's gonna get caught. Oh god. No, no, it it's far enough away. Just I have just a land kind of to angled rather. out quite a bit. <laughs> but takes yes, a well, wide we have a lantern, do we? So And and with with seeing that, Varys going to um kind of put the put the lantern in the in Crax's little bunny paws mm -hmm. and get him to fly over to hover um to basically give give light to uh, Claudette. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. And she'll pass the torch off to lead and then just go back to sketching and examining. 
Sounds good. Uh, Using her dagger to kind of like move it around a bit. All right, so you're sketching. Uh, what are you doing, Leiden? Eden's basically standing guard, kind of listening and looking looking up past that to that northern passageway because she figures that Ivy and Talfrin have the southern passage. All right. Do you want to go investigate up there? She doesn't want to go too far. Sure. Like, I don't think she wants to go more than, like, 10 feet, 15 feet away. Sure. Just to look. Okay. Yeah. So you remember hearing as you were coming in from the foreman that... Apparently, there was a, a passageway around here that would take you deeper into the mines. Mm. He said that it was just on the right if you followed down the uh, the rightmost path. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Go right to and then to the wall, and then there was a hatch or something. Yep. You're not seeing it directly here. Maybe it's somewhere nearby? Yeah. Okay. Claudette, you want to? Come with me to check for hatches. Oh, one sec, one sec. And then she'll kind of like blow on it lightly to make sure it's dry. <laughs> Smoke it closed. Tuck the pen. Okay. Tuck the, the the book back into like a specially created pouch. <laughs> yeah. And, and then yeah, follow then, you. And then Leiden's gonna sort of take a couple further steps to look around a little bit and see if she can see anything, find anything. Make me an anything. investigation roll, please. I... Uh, that was awful. The light bun is gonna follow you. Oh, excellent. Um, investigation is say, useful. that's a ten total. I need ten one of total. these. Okay. Ten total. Ten total. Something good happens. Roll. You can roll with advantage <laughs> since you were told oh, where this thank was. Oh, goodness. That's my last something that's good happens. That's much better. Um, so that's a 16 then. Looking around with a 16, what you will notice is that buried at the very base of this little little corner immediately to your right, you will see an old hatch, maybe a foot tall in the ground. More of a crawl space than anything else. It's locked with a padlock. Looks like it would be a tight fit for anybody with armor, but you could probably make it through. You have no idea how long the tunnel on the other side is. Uh, meanwhile, though, as you were checking that out, uh, where is... Is Crux flying right now? Yep. Yeah, he's he's just... Uh, he's basically hovering over... Uh, and over what's Vary doing right now? Uh, Vary is... What is she doing? Um, hey, they're going to look for something to the north there. Would she yeah. be tagging along? Um, she's going to go and check out the cave-in. Okay. Uh, as you head down toward the cave-in, though, Leiden, you squat down and very your ears are both going to pick up. You're going to hear... The sound of rocks shifting. Leading your attention is drawn to the north behind you as you stand up. And as you do, you'll notice that there is a pile of rocks at the top corner of the room. The The room that you're in is bell-shaped. like an, It's like an upside-down bell with scaffolding along the northern wall. But over to the west, over to the west is a pile of rocks on the ground. And it's at that point that you'll notice they're not just a pile of rocks. It, there's a darkness there. It's a tunnel. 
And it's at that point that you'll hear the rocks shift as something bursts out with a horrible <laughs> emerging from the hole with an explosive energy you will see and sorry just one sec guys Boop. a pair of creatures emerges from the hole into the room hide and armor bolted to their bodies of scarred tattooed mole-like beasts tentacles sprout from above their mouth which is dominated by spade-like incisors. It has no visible ears or eyes and only a tiny well well, tiny cataract filled eyes at least blood and foam fleck its claws remember these from Hexeter? yep Yeah. two dog mole juggernauts rip out of the ground and begin to sniff the air for your presence meanwhile to the south as you lean down and grab onto that ivy the oily surface of the wall undulates and dives for the both of you punch it in the face sorry (laughs) and I think as you are pincer attacked across this area we're going to call game here for the night so, hey folks, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed. Um, if you are a Dungeon Master looking to spice things up, I strongly suggest the Tome of Beasts and Tome of Beasts 2 uh, from Cobalt Press. As you can tell, I really like it and use it a lot. The monsters are really inventive and really fun. Uh, and uh, anybody who wants to see what they're going to be up against, you can look up Mineral Ooze. Which just sounds like an oil you grow. It's Right? Everybody <laughs> likes Mineral like Ooze. I love it. I just want to like put it on my face and like it's gonna (laughs) totally don't actually want to. No, probably not. I'm sure we're fucked. All right, so we're gonna start initiative at the beginning. Take it at the beginning of next game. At the beginning of next game. Sorry, I was writing initiative. There we go. I'm not doing well for the hit points. It'll be fun next. It'll be fun. So, uh, hey folks, thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate having you here. Um, If you like what we have done here if you've enjoyed the game give us a follow or a sub uh and if you're here on twitch and you've got you know some extra subs or if you have amazon prime uh you can sub for free you know if you're not already subbing to someone else so hey we'll take it we're happy to uh and don't forget we have a patreon if you want to be an extra generous supporter and help us get like new equipment and better costumes and stuff like that uh but in the meanwhile uh, i do want to say thank you and that i hope we see you uh, very shortly we've got a game Every day this week, except for Thursday, I think. So, <laughs> oh boy, it's, it's a busy week for Kelly. Hmm. And then Sunday, Amy's running next Sunday. Sorry, I didn't mean to give you a panic attack. Uh, so that's gonna be it from us. We love you very much. Thank you for tuning in for Reign of Emerys. We'll see you in episode eleven. Bye, everybody. The Reign of Emerys is a Dork Tales production. It stars Christine Rattray as Claudette Belmont, Amy Godfrey as Leiden and Merov. Caitlin Vinkel as Talfrin Prideri, Robin Holford as Ivy, and Katrina McGee as Veritrix Soulstar. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Resolution by Alexander Nakarada, and our closing theme is Find Them, also by Alexander Nakarada. For a full list of the music used in this episode, check the show notes below. To learn more about the world that Reign of Emerys is set in, check out our wiki or visit our Discord where there's plenty of information to go around. Thanks for supporting this podcast. If you like what we do here and would like to help Dork Tales grow, leave a five-star review, share us with your friends, and leave a comment below. And hey, while we're talking about people who support Dork Tales, 
I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers. Our royal producer, Shulton the World Builder. Our divine producer, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful. Our demonic producers, Jade the Maker of Monsters and Bricarius, our fun but evil Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Trizelta, a.k.a. James Bododge, Eolus the Forever Cleric, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, and The Traveler. Our level 20 heroes, Jan Clark, who's my, my mom, Bob Kessler, who's along for the ride, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, and Chef Aladeth. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, George Sibley, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundehoof, Professor Multiverse, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Brady Chester, and Heavy Metal and Tea, our very important patrons, who donate five or more dollars per month, an actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Mike Baxter, first of his name, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the wine master, SM Pace, Hillary, Colin Son, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Doctor Who 4189, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Kara Rett, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Arak Nikonikoni, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, Michael Reynolds, The Bong Master, David Ellis, Confounded Hound, Jeremy Smith, 5280 DTC Nerd, Lock Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Chris Deeds, Karasha Urquhart, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Malazang, Clay, Andrew Wolf, Laura Arasmith, Sean Oldham, Mashmakan, Marcel, The Dixon Three, Ash Wolf, Los Grack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Empath Naga, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, Mr. J's Comics, Ethereal Ashy, Raven with Bobbles, Johan Fault, Owls, and Bartold. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Caitlin, Ba Tran, Just Andy, EJ, an insomniac veterinarian, Creox, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Chris Blog, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, The Crazy Goblin, Jacob Embry, Matt B, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, and Robin Barton. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.